when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is Tuesday, August 10th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 417, I think. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I checked the you website. Did did I checked waypoint.gay. Waypoint. Gay. Yeah, thank you. I did. Good. Great. <laughs> I'm Austin Walker. Joining me, that's the voice of Ricardo Contreras, as always. Yo. And also joining us today from Abnormal Mapping. I was, I was going to keep listing podcasts, but then realized I would have to keep listing podcasts indefinitely. <laughs> M and Jackson, <laughs> the hardest Jackson. working people uh, in podcasting. That's Hi. not true. That's just not true. Mm, I don't uh, know. Austin, Austin, Austin. Yeah. What's Pokemon four hundred and seventeen? Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do this to me. You cannot do that. We get an image. We get an image when we do this. All right, for people who don't know, over on the Great Gundam Project, where I have been guesting. For the last season and a half, um, we open every Gundam podcast by looking at the Pokemon for the episode number we're on. We're at like 190-something, right? 198. Yeah, we need to give the episode numbers meaning. 198 doesn't mean anything to me, other than right. two away from 200. Right. But but Murkrow does. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Spoilers for this week's Pokemon. Uh, um, what What's our number? 419. Can you give me an image? 417. You said 417. Four, yeah. Is it, yeah, is it Gen Four? Are we Gen Four? Yeah, I think we're po- uh-huh. are we only Gen Four, really? Wow, I guess it makes sense. Here you go. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, that motherfucker. Well, <laughs> I know who this it's is. It's like a squirrel with a with the yellow cheeks, which means it probably has electric. Is this ice electric type? Oh, let me. Um, it is <clears throat> just electric. Yeah, this this, this hmm. looks like an ice Pikachu, though. It does look like an ice. Oh, is this the is this the fake Pikachu for this? For yes, that, this is. I, I think there might be more than one, but yes, is, this is one of the fake. Is Pikachu in the name somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, no. No, it's, this isn't a Mulchu or whatever that one is. What's no. that one? I I don't remember I, what. Oh, Emolga. You know what? You're you're getting into the Pokemon. Yeah. I don't remember very well, so okay. I couldn't help you. A Mulchu, not a Pokemon. I mean, a Mulchu is this deviant art Pokemon I just looked up, but not wow. a real one. Uh. I don't know. I was thinking of a Molga, who is like the flying squirrel Pokemon, like the little. Sugar yes, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, that's a cutie. That's a cutie. I love that. Um, one. Does anyone have any? Kato, do you know it? Yeah, I know it. So like, what I is it? Say it. You it's say it. We're, we're not. Oh, Pachirisu, right? Pachir- yeah, right? That's the fucking buff one that that one guy used <laughs> during one of the um, uh, like official tournaments, like. Nobody was using this Pokemon, and he gave it, like, a specific move where he would, like, tank moves, which, like, you don't, you look at this guy, you don't think it's a tank, but apparently it could, like, fucking take, like, a bunch of, like, it would take hits in a way that nobody expected it to, and he, like, won, like, the official tournament with it, being, like, there's, like, a lot of fan art out there of, like, a super buff one of these with, like, you know... Like Arnold Schwarzenegger size muscles. It's very funny. That's very good. Good. Excellent. I'm glad we were opening on the most important thing here. 
I love said four seventeen, and I was like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, gotta do this. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> gotta do the yes. bit. It's good. <laughs> gotta do the bit. Um, well, thank you for joining us. It's been we, we, I, we all have been. I've been on the Great Gundam Project for a season and a half now as a guest. Yeah, uh, it is stupid. I haven't invited y'all over here to do this, and today was an opportunity since everyone else is like on vacation or going to the doctor or whatever is happening. I don't know. I don't. I know Patrick's on vacation. I don't know why Rob and Geeter are also out of pocket right now. But Rob's, but I saw the opportunity. It's Rob's birthday yesterday. I think he's just taking oh, a whole day. Happy birthday, Rob! Yeah. Happy birthday to Rob! <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So so I'm so happy y'all could be here. For people who don't know, uh, Emma Jackson, like I said, do a lot of podcasts. Great Gundam Project is what I'm on with you, but that's a that's yes. a Patreon thing. People should listen to that. The last season was uh, Gundam X, which I was on all of, uh, which was really great. And then this season is Turn A Gundam, which is like the best Gundam, maybe. Oh, it's so rude how good it is. Quite it's possibly. going to make everything else bad. <laughs> it's God, so I gotta good. Catch up. I'm Just still stuck somewhere up, in the middle of Gundam X because of timing, but yeah, yeah. Also, COVID <laughs> happened. That makes it harder to. Anyway, yes. your your anyway. abnormal mapping is your uh your video game book club podcast. Y'all just did Metroid Prime Two. You did Lost Odyssey mm-hmm. before that. You have a bunch of great episodes. I think your Disco Elysium episode is fantastic. Thank um, you. Your Outer Wilds episode is great. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of overlap in terms of games we've covered here. But like, I think y'all hit them at a at a different a different tier, a different level. It's it's really good. Um, and then it just goes on and on. Just go to abnormalmapping.com because there's a billion uh, uh, podcasts that y'all do or that are in the network or like uh, in an associated network. There's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot going on. It's good. Yeah. Um, but what we're really here to talk about is video games. And there is one video game I think uh, <laughs> many of us have been playing more than anyone, uh, more than anything else right now. You know, late yep. summer, you, you kind of try to find something that really fits your needs. It feels good before the fall hits. And I think mm. for most of us, that has been, of course, the New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Was it one of you who first per- who first was- put Remo in front of me? Not uh, first, but you know what I mean. I don't remember the... So Remo starts doing the crosswords for, for a couple yes. of weeks. And we're, like, we slowly start watching... And then I remember I started doing them and then like three other people started doing them and then suddenly everyone was doing them. Yeah, you did it. You did it on our on like the among among the, the group of, of people who I who I'm thinking about, I think yes. you pushed the boulder down the, the hill. Um I, I think I, so. Chris Remo, formerly of uh Idle Thumbs. I don't you know, I don't know where Remo I don't know if Remo is still at Valve or isn't, who could say? Um, uh, with kind of a black box over there, but Chris Remo started doing the New York Times crossword puzzle daily on his YouTube channel, which previously had only been songs from Idle Thumbs, <laughs> and now is the crossword. And it was just like Chris has a great voice, and it was nice to hear someone solve a crossword puzzle in in the same sort of space that, like, maybe not ASMR, but like you know, YouTube video of someone talking to you about a thing. Um, and but very quickly, I was like, yeah, I. I like to do the crossword puzzle and then Jackson doing it knocked me right into doing it. And now y'all are both doing it. Kato, have you jumped on this train? Yeah. I just- saw Voodoo person tweet about yep. it and then was like, Oh shit. Crosswords. I remember doing those. Me and my wife, Christina had done them for a while because she had a free subscription to the New York times when she worked at a, a school here in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she left and we let that, subscription lapsed but i was like you know what fuck huh. it i make enough money nowadays i'll give them some money for the crossword 
I, the best yeah, part of signing like, up for the New York Times crossword is when it says you, you pay the money, you subscribe to the New York Times crossword, then it then it comes up and says, "Do you also want to subscribe to the New York Times?" And I no, think, no, no, motherfucker, absolutely I, not, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, it's only fifty p now. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm here for the crossword. <laughs> the crossword is good. The crossword has is hits quality. Um, there's some there. Uh, so I guess I'm on a. I, I say this as if it's like as if I've been going now for a month. You know, like it's not. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm on my eight day streak now or something That's like where that. I'm at, yeah. I mean, we're all in like that like prosy divine, uh, not vine. The clip where he talks about Verdi's <laughs> and Horries. We've uh, basically done that for crosswords. <laughs> Is that the water one? Is that the yes. the, water one? <laughs> the water one? Yes. Um, but also I. I can tell you which ones were good and which ones were bad. I can yeah. tell you this, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to say, was it last Thursdays that I hated? What was the gimmick last Thursday? No, this Thursdays was great. This Thursdays was the mermaid scent. Well, was the, was the, I mean, let me not spoil <laughs> the gift. <laughs> All right. I mean, you just did. You week. just did. Yeah, I spoiled one it, answer. I spoiled it. one answer. I didn't do more than that. It's I an heard important two. answer. What was the second one? You said, oh, it was. you said the beginning of the thing in any way. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, well, now Kato. So we spoil. Okay, well, okay, well, let's do the thing where we take that Thursday yeah. and we talk about that Thursday as like a way to talk about the New York Times crossword. Um, I really love the midweek, especially around Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday can be hit or miss for me because it's always so gimmicky and the gimmicks can be bad. Um, I forget what the last Thursday's was, but I did not like it. I was mad about it. Um, and, and I'm going to stay mad about it because, oh, you know what? I also went back and did the previous, the previous weeks on top of that, just because it was available. So maybe it was that one that I didn't like the, the, the Thursday gimmick for. Um, but anyway, how are you, how are you finding this experience? Um, so I've never done the cross. That's not true. Back in the day, they released New York Times crossword ds game and i bought that because this is the time where i was just out of college had a lot of disposable income i was just buying ds games left and right um and that was my only exposure to it um until christina's videos and i was watching those and i was like this is nice and like i watch cracking the cryptic but i can't do the sudoku they do i'm not good enough at sudoku for that and i felt that would be the same for the crossword but all my friends were doing it which is like a good inspiration to like be part of the conversation um and also, Chris makes them very approachable, like by understanding the logic behind answers. Like, yeah, you need to know that detective shortens to tech and they're going to yep. use it, even though no <laughs> yep. one said that outside the framework of Detective Comics, the DC book for 50 years. Yep. <laughs> yep. A hundred percent. And and there's all those little things like uh, it's very easy for me to pick up Acai Berry or Acai now. Yes. <laughs> it's very easy for me to pick up. um What's the Atra, the razor brand that only ever showed that I've never heard of? Yeah, it's no, like a me Gillette either. razor that yeah. hasn't been in circulation for. Oh, is that the? Th- I didn't know they weren't even in circulation. Maybe they're still in circulation. Yeah, they're still in circulation, but I've never heard. I've never seen the Yale, Atra. Yale no, alumni. Yale alumni. <laughs> uh, uh, Eli's, Eli's, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. After I, after I haven't seen that one. Wow. After Elihu Whitney, uh, I think that's right. Right. Who is one I don't of know. The, I've just it's come up like three times since I've been doing it. It's like, oh, they really wrong, love this because I guess those are useful letters. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, that's oh, same thing with like ode. Uh, I, ode I, all I, the time, nonstop with the ode. We get repo a lot. <laughs> right. I, you know, what I just did is I combined Eli Whitney and Elihu Yale in my mind, which is they're different. <laughs> they're different. <laughs> those are different. <laughs> they're different. Um. Uh, yeah, so things like that, it's been fun to like figure out the rhythms of that. I, there's, a, I get a real like, um, adventure game buzz 
where it feels like you're in sync with the designer. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. When you play like a good adventure, well, when you play an adventure game that you click with, whether or not it's good, I think is maybe <laughs> separate. But you're like, oh, I use the bowling ball on the fence post, and that lets me do scare the dog away or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And that's how I feel when I'm looking at a crossword puzzle, and I'm like, oh, mermaid, mer- hybrid cr- creature of myth, mermaid. And then from that, you go uh, after the top half of seven down, sophisticated lady, I see what this puzzle is doing, and then everything gets to like, fall into place a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. It definitely get- feels like... Oh, you go. Gonna no, go Jackson, it. then Kato. Let's go Jackson, then Kato. Oh, say, it definitely feels like um, there's like a, because of, it is a crossword that someone made and has put in front of you, it's like a very direct one to one. I'm in conversation with a designer thing that is something I like about video games, but often gets obscured in like uh, some of the larger, more either procedural or just so created by a corporation that the individual contributions are like squashed out uh at least it, you know they're there it's made by people but uh it is often not surfaced in a way uh whereas this is like i think about uh get adventure games are another good thing i specifically think about like the bits of mario 2 where the the gate at the end of the level turns into an enemy and you're like someone uh-huh. did that to fuck yeah. with me yeah <laughs> and yeah. the crosswords are doing that basically every day in, in a in a fun little way there was the one ye- the uh, a couple days ago where there was a recurring series of three letters and a sound um, uh, that was like all over. It. I think this was Fridays. Yes. Um, uh, and and realizing how that all came together, and then also looking at the combination of that and then some of the other clues, I was like, I feel like I know this person. I feel like this person is 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 a certain type of person in my head for sure <laughs> and then we went and found i mean they're all you know they're just submitted by people so you can look up who they are and I'm like, he has a he has a website here's a picture of him i was like yep that's him that motherfucker's on the internet that motherfucker <laughs> he's yeah he he and then i read the thing from him he was like this was inspired by a meme i was like all right great good <laughs> Kato, what were you gonna say a second ago uh i was gonna ask specifically about that thursday one if you had I had trouble getting to Mermaid and even Centaur just because there's so many things that could fit into the those spaces. I had like fucking yeah. harpies in there for a while, and that was wrong just because mm. of the pluralization. But I ended up hitting Centaur first. Like I hit the bottom right corner of that puzzle first, and okay. it's very interesting. Though, like, kind of watching Chris Remo and be like, "Oh, he got the the top corner first, and like seeing where different, um, like." areas yeah. of, of knowledge lie and like end up making you travel the space of the puzzle in different ways is really really a fun fun part of like watching someone else do it you know um me and jackson were doing them together and we had like because we saw they were what is it seven letter clues or whatever both mm-hmm. i had like latched on to centaur and chimera chimera like, really early in yeah. a way that was hard to get out of my head uh-huh. um even though i recognized once we realized what this like cross clues of like top half or bottom half chimera doesn't work chimera is like four things not two things <laughs> yeah. yeah um but that just like moving i'm like minotaur i was really locked into like greek mythological creatures to where mermaid Tried griffin for a while and it's like sure. is the top half of a griffin and eagle i guess i don't know (laughs) top like this or top like this yeah um i got mermaid i got mermaid basically immediately because i got the the first cross on the highest cross on it is game show shout out and i was like oh hi mom and i saw m and my mind went immediately to mermaid and that's just luck that's just sometimes the brain connects like that yeah we we got mom way late the hi mom clue right right 
Um, whereas I got, I got, I mean, this is the thing is like, I had mermaid, but then the one right under that is Grammy category. Uh, and that's opera. We're just going to spoil this puzzle so we can talk about something. And, uh, opera in my mind, I've never, I like, I had that E there the whole puzzle. It took me forever <laughs> to get opera. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get to that as like a music category or as a Grammy category specifically. But if it said musical category, I think my we brain would have made that le- leap. I think when we did our first like pass through, we had put an album and sure. <laughs> we had to go back and realize that didn't fit. Yeah. The yeah, worst is when there's a uh, a, a, a thing that you think it could be right, and like two of the letters are right in it. And oh my god, it's just, just yeah, miserable. Yeah, you can go through the whole grid and be like, uh oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> totally. I had that. I had that in another. I don't even remember what puzzle it is. So I don't think I'm spoiling. There's like a clue that was just like small woodwind instrument and i'd put an oboe uh uh-huh. with ends and an e <laughs> yeah. and the actual answer was fife and it just worked for a long time as <laughs> <Yep>. oboe <laughs> there was one this one didn't end up like sticking for a long but there was one where it was like uh babe in the arctic i think four of us all wrote in cold, <laughs> cold, cold pig cold pig, <laughs> cold pig. <laughs> what if i had if, yeah cold pig i also did that because i thought it was okay but also you thought you did you have to understand the rest oh. of that that puzzle had a lot of other pig stuff going on, if I remember oh, correctly, okay. right? Yeah. We're not just we weren't just pigs on the brain. But there's there's, there's, <laughs> there's a certain kind of cute answer that they could totally have done it. That yes, it, it's sure. not so ridiculous that they wouldn't have done. Oh, if a babe was in the Arctic, it would be a cold pig, obviously. <laughs> duh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it ended up being something about seals, which makes far more sense. Right. But in the moment, it's like it could be a cold pig. You don't know. <laughs> Was it seals? Was that our cold pig? I think it was seal pup. Seal pup, right? They're not pig like. Why would they? Get I'm the saying pup? it's a cold um, pig. It's ba- it's it's cold <laughs> pig. Oh right, the the clue wasn't a cold pig. We had filled in. It was right. Yes, it was the, babe in the Arctic. Right, babe okay, in the Arctic. Sorry, yes. I got it. Okay, well, seal pup makes sense. Though. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with it now. Um, God, what a funny stew. What is the thing? Is that like the uh, the thing that can happen there too? Is the uh, sometimes it feels like there's a joke being played on you it's not just that your brain has gone oboe instead of fife it's that the designer has been like and oboe will fit here nicely too <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Totally. i want to say yesterday's or the day before had a se- had a sequence like that where there's a whole corner that like had three or four oh it was the it was one that had um I'll, I'll, i won't give the correct answer but the one that fit fit in really nicely was duvet oh um, fuck yeah, that yeah we even wrote yes, down duvet yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. For a while, totally yeah. same same <laughs> same and like it didn't just fit in it fit in in a way that there was a cross that started with you in that second position and so it was like well it, it yeah. must be duvet yeah it must i guess be it's duvet. duvet so the thing that chris inspired in both of us that helps a lot is when you don't know and you're like not sure you look at the clue and just like think of all of the other ways yes. the word is used in like definitions and word usage to get you out of the rut you immediately fall into where you think of like this is what it has to be talking about right Right, and that one it was like duvet sheets because it was it was like bed covering or something like that, mm-hmm. and you had to like think about what those words meant and find a different meaning to get to the actual answer, which is a clever answer. Yes. Um, I mean that's the thing is like this whole thing makes me feel like like an old man because of how often I'm like ah you're very very clever of you this, this crossword <laughs> is a clever design, but sometimes it does sometimes I want to shout it out and it feels like I don't know, I mean I guess we can have a real conversation here about what what I'm actually feeling which is. 
the crossword is is a test of the way you sync up with this person and the way that you that you you know can understand language and blah 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 but it's also like a test of a certain sort of bourgeois like yes. trivia you right have like to get into the new york times brain yeah you, you have also, to be in new york times brain uh there's a there's we have a specific uh yeah, complication in this and that Jackson's British and a right. lot of the clues are specifically <laughs> about American brands and culture. Yeah. yeah. Huge. The, the, the crossword's like significantly harder for me because like uh, sometimes like maybe I'll get, I'll get a bunch of the gimmies and then out of the remaining clues, a good third of them is just stuff I just don't know. Uh, either and like of, um, couldn't right could, yeah, like, yeah couldn't I mean, sometimes it's American stuff sometimes it's just stuff that I personally haven't you know there, there's something I think that maybe a British person would know but I don't but there's a lot of trivia and if you're not culturally plugged in uh, like you lose a lot of those crosses um, yeah. well and it's tough because it's like what's the New York Times crossword puzzle New York should be allowed to have its crossword puzzle be like New York like America yes. but it's also the predominant Cross one of the pro- predominant crossword puzzles in the world, one of the biggest ones, or at least that's the perspective I have as a New Yorker, as an American. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I mean, the um, other thing is I can't do a British version of this crossword because oh, they're so hard. They they're, they're not. They are fundamentally different. It's not just the clues are different and will be more culturally, but they, the different style of crossword. Uh, can you Chris explain what, what what those differences are? Yeah, people can go watch Chris Remus thing, but can you give us like the quick breakdown? So, um, in a, an American style crossword, uh, most of the grid is answers you fill in and you'll have like like um maybe four crosswords that are like five letters long and then all of those words will then spell out down words in every single letter all of them have to match every single thing matches so as you get one answer it fills an answer another thing uh the british crosswords are far more reserved and will have will only cross on every other thing of a word so you, there's far more just you have to know what the clue means if they're trivia questions about the clue and you get some hints but you can get an entire word through crosses in american style crosswords in a way you just can't in british crosswords and i i've prefer this american style even if the cultural answers are harder i just just it's so british crosswords are so hard <laughs> it's so hard without the crosses it just becomes just really tough because you'll get a a word where it's like you know one two three four five letters it's like sorry it's like 10 letters but you only have every other one and you're like well i'm not getting any more help i already have all the crosses for this i'm not i have to just look at this until it until it breaks and good luck it's hard you know also, because of the way American crossword puzzle uh, construct, I was looking how people set crossword puzzles because I was curious about this. And when you have like a theme one, and we will use the mermaid and centaur one. The person who is designing that puzzle probably thought of the two clues that were the down clues, got the like top half is this, bottom half of this for each one, and then set those in the grid. And then you just use like a bank of like common clues and answers to fill in the rest with the the, the stuff you just fill in basically huh. um, because the puzzle is wrapped around specific clues. And because of the way you have to have every cross and everything line up, you can only put in like, you know, right. half a dozen themed clues before the rest of the puzzle has to be set through just whatever fits prop- appropriately. Yeah. Cause there's too many letters. There's too many conflicting letters that you have to like run it through. Not necessarily like there are professional, like I, I looked up how they, how people do these. And sometimes um, like there, there are software that can do fills, but there's also like people whose job it is to like take the themes and then fill a crossword. Those are, can be different right. jobs, I, which is I don't know how these ones specifically That's are so done. Fascinating. When That's, I was looking yeah. at instruct, yeah. when I was looking at people, they were like get a get a program that will suggest clues and words that work, and then you go through them by hand and choose the ones that you feel are appropriate to like the vibe of your puzzle. Uh, un, un, I'm not going to use this this idea for a Saint Fiel. Uh, uh, 
like you know arc but <laughs> some sort of like completely handmade crossword puzzle uh that has that has sinister connotations you know like they didn't run it through the system they didn't they didn't put it through whatever the they used none of the no pre-used words like no nothing from the word bank all original stuff and also it's evil it's an evil crossword what about like a haunted crossword the the word didn't yeah. exist before the crossword but the crossword made the word real and everyone just believed it but it's yes. evil and haunted somehow but it's evil and haunted and, and if, you don't if you make it's it's a thing like you can't even ever look at the word directly but you can look at the crosses and yes. looking at the crosses produces the effect of the word in your brain Ugh. If I so, just saw a crossword where all of the every clue like across and down were themed, I would think that is evil. There's no <laughs> way. Like, like if it was a it was a proper fifteen by fifteen American style crossword where everything just worked, I was like, only infernal machinations would make this true. <laughs> it's impossible. Like I was going through a constructor being like, I can try to I can try to do this, and then I you know would go into a corner and get everything but one, but then like that one hole, nothing fits there, and you have to right. delete everything to make it fit. Because yeah. you know, just 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 trying my hand at this because you know why not? Uh, it's it's real hard. All these people making these crosswords are, are very very good at it. It's fun. I I was I was um I was watching a video of Yasin Bey, uh, who used to make music under Most Def under the name Most Def and with Black Star and and as a solo artist and. Um, he was he was talking about why his music's not going to be on Spotify ever again. Uh, it was, it's a great little video. It's him talking to Talib Quilly about this. Um, and he's like on Talib Quilly's podcast, which like the fact that that exists is a very goofy 2021 thing to me. <laughs> um, and you know he he kind of just does the he does his answer is great about it because it's very much like you know however much you want this music, trust me, we want it more. We want it, we want it to be you know where we want it to be. We want it to be something that you pay for. Blah blah blah. And he gets into this whole thing of like. Anyone who's ever really loved music at some point in their life has tried to make music. Maybe they're not, maybe they don't like keep with it, but yeah. if they love music, they at some point pick up an instrument or they try to rap or they try to do, they do something electronic, like they do something with it. They try to do something. And, and if you haven't done that, then shut the fuck up about telling me I can't put my music on Spotify. Like if all you want to do is consume my music, then don't. And if you have done it, then you know that it's work. And if you know that it's work, then you know that it's valuable. And if you know it's valuable, then you know I shouldn't get, be getting paid, you know, a percentage of a penny for it. Um, and I think that the impulse to like, I could make a crossword puzzle comes from a place of like deep love and affection for these things where it's like, <laughs> yes, yeah, this is, how does this work? How does, how do we, how do we make one of these things? And, uh, and that is, I just, so I think that's a, I think it's a, you know, I, it's, it's one of those like classic, I got into a thing real quick. I yeah, like fall deep and hard, but it's, but that's part of the joy of that. I think, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it's like having a crush and suddenly being like, yeah, I'm going to get way into this anime I've never heard of before <laughs> because <laughs> this person Always I'm into likes it. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Um, any other crossword thoughts or can we move on to uh, further topics? Uh, just one strain note, just one clue. I have to say because I, I laughed at it. Uh, there are a few clues where we specifically uh, do bad at because we know too much about video games or uh, technology. Sure. <laughs> and there was one clue that I'm going to spoil. I won't say which one it's from. The, 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 the clue was sharp on a TV informally. Yes. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? Uh, like, what does it mean? Like the the whatever the logo is called setting. thing. And then it was like it was high def, and I'm like, that's not what that means. That's, no. not, what that that's means. not what that means. <laughs> Or like maybe that meant that a decade ago, where it was like a really sharp picture in your if you went to the Best Buy and saw like a label or something. Yeah, no, but no one has really talked about it in that way in so long. 
Well, like, you know, someone someone may say that, but not anyone who knows about TVs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Every once in a while, there's something where I'm like, this is wrong for sure, for sure, for sure. And it mostly isn't. It's mostly me being wrong, (laughs) but having some other, you know, thing. Anyway. They spelled Sonnet wrong. Another- Wait, they spelled what wrong? I thought Sonnet had two ends. It does. Uh, Yeah. Does it? Doesn't it? Sonnet has two ends. Sonnet has two ends. Uh yeah. yeah, that's why it wasn't the clue that we we all thought was Sonnet. Oh, we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think right. I know what you're talking oh, right. about. It was Mo- it was it, it was Monet's. Monet's. Right. Yeah, it was Monet's. Oh, right. yes. Fuck. And yeah. that was the cross. And that's down. Oh. That's uh. That's because we that's went mulch. From, we that's right. Oh, that's mulch. Shit. That's, right. We yes, thought okay. it was Dubé. Yep. And we're like, well, no, it must be sheets. Because if it's sheets, was, it can be Sonnet. <laughs> and then if it's. Oh. I was getting mad about something that had already been resolved. Yeah. This, this whole that last ninety second stretch—that's the whole thing. Oh. That's the whole thing in my right, that experience. Oh. <laughs> Which from the outside, I'm sure, is nonsense. But if you, but if you yes. did this particular crossword, you're right now. You're like, Those motherfuckers, crazy. That's so funny. So <laughs> I cannot recommend enough getting into the crossword with friends or a partner or yeah. just someone yes. you're going to do this with because that's the joy is watching each other. Like I'm really bad at the clues that are multiple words, just like a, a line or phrase jackson's very good at that mm-hmm. i've got all the american brands on lock so <laughs> I, I know i know the french words well enough so it's nice to compliment each other like finding someone you can do it with and then laugh about how ridiculous it is that's the key yes yeah absolutely uh so that is the new york times crossword a, a segment i've been meaning to do oh. for a long time i yeah? sorry just I, no please the way that jackson said something about uh knowing too much about video games the total war crew absolutely <laughs> sent me yes, because yes. i didn't fucking uh-huh. remember who was doing it now i was like i thought that was ea wasn't that ea no, <laughs> no. not, it was not anymore assembly. creative assembly yeah but it's but the, the, clue, the clue is total war maker and the answer was sega <laughs> no they just they the publish game company <laughs> That's yeah, different. They publish it. This is we, yeah, we we had but but if you understand that oh. the way that the New York Times sees the world is through publishers mm. and not creators, <laughs> then Oh boy. Uh, I think that's true of most people who consume video games though, yeah, right? You're right, you're right, you're right. I mean this is this is uh this is the fucking thing, right? Um <laughs> how do I pivot mm. from that to anything else? Because <laughs> If, if, if I don't pivot immediately, we'll just start opening shop on on the state of games as it is currently, which is a more Speak, depressing. Speaking of speaking of uh, <laughs> things where people uh, perceive who creates a thing, Halo, Halo, oh, Halo, who made it in everyone's <laughs> mind? Microsoft. No, I I think Halo is one of the rare exceptions where people like understand. Well, people is broad. Yes. Uh, um, no, I think this is like right. interesting in that right. it's an exception where people ha- are deeply aware of the difference between Bungie and 343. Well, mm-hmm. who's people? This is like, okay, sure, gamers. But gamers. even, like, even yes. among gamers, the 343 games have been so disparate that like it feels like different studios are making those games. Y'all are playing through all of those right now. Yes, right? You're we're, doing, we're, you're doing co-op? Yes, co-op. We're, we've been playing through Halo 1 to 5. Yeah, okay. how far in are you? you're in five now? Yeah, we're, we're, we're about yeah halfway through five. Halo and on the brain right now. Everyone wants Halo. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because the Bungie games all have a very coherent. Like you can read the the oral history uh, the, of the the Halo stuff. Yes. There's like a big was that is that a polygon piece? No, it's wow. on Waypoint. Wow. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh. One of in the, our one own of the, house, the crown in our own house. One of the crowning achievements of my early Christmas wedding. <laughs> that was actually that was that was I, I uh, like I can take very I, you know what the credit I would take for that is literally just getting it across the finish line. Uh, that was not a thing that I like 
that was a Mike Diver edited piece, and then it was it was of course written by Steve Hask. Uh, it's a great oral history. Great. I got original art for it by Aura Hack, Erica, uh, uh, who's incredible. Um, but it's an incredible deep dive. Yes. people should go read that. It's huge. It used to have like a really good layout, but the Vice yeah. website has changed. I didn't like want to say times. it, but when I read it, the layout was all busted. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, now it, it's, it's it not got busted. Slightly fixed. It's, okay. it's, it's just boring. When it first came out, it was just sick. It looked incredible, and now it's just doesn't there was a period where there was like code all over the page but after the new yeah Yeah. anyway cleaned up a bit anyway uh anyway anyway so it's easy to look at those and see like a coherent vision of what halo is even if you when you read that you notice that the you the stories are just those games are constantly on fire everyone's Mm -hmm. like driving themselves into the ground every time um but they feel coherent and then they leave and 343 comes in and doesn't really know what to do. And so (laughs) their halo games are just strange. Halo 4 was like a we're going to introduce new aliens. We're going to do a whole new thing. Turns out it was not very good. Halo five feel and, and also felt very much like in, and I think this is true of even reach feel felt insecure about the, the dominance of call of duty and military shooters to like, Uh. Halo's about a space marine guy going around and shooting guys, but there was a new wave of militarism that comes over Halo as it gets deeper in. Um, And I think the 343 games also have a lot of that. But you get to 5, and like 5's got a bunch of traversal elements, and they made all the enemies way easier to kill, which is good because all of the, or the, the, the Prometheans forerunners what are they called in that game the Prome- they are pro- cool prometheans, prometheans in halo 4 and 5 yes all the promethean enemies were just bullet sponges in 4 in a way that was so obnoxious in 5 you just knock them out one after the other it's great feels incredible <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that it's 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 a little weird that um that you're you're right that the halo 4 felt like such a response to cod blowing up so big when and specifically, like modern warfare and stuff mm-hmm. blowing up. I guess. I guess. It's, when does Halo Four come out? It, it's a huge gap. It's like a five year gap between three and four, huh? It's mm-hmm. a five year gap between three and four. So it's two thousand and seven for uh, three, three, uh, two thousand and nine for ODST, twenty ten for Reach, and then twenty twelve okay. for uh, what? Halo okay, 4. so it's in the consciousness. What game Halo did they Reach add ADS in? ADS. Aim down sights. Oh, aim um, down sights. Sorry. Crossword clues. Yeah. Crossword. And, uh, Halo. Halo Five. Five. Okay. Um, yeah. Because you can't, I mean, you can aim down a lot of sites in four, but like when you, you'd still um, click in the right, right thumbstick right. on Halo. Uh, right. Whereas uh, Halo 5 makes it so that not only is left trigger aimed down sites, but if you do it in the air, you hover. Uh, oh, sick. Right. That's so yeah. sick. It's a really sick move. Um, That's a Destiny, the, the, Destiny power that you can get. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's cool in every game that does it. Uh, the, the actual thing is, like, Halo 2, specifically, is a game about some weird religious uh, aliens saying evocative stuff, which is, like, what Bungie would double down on in Destiny in a huge <laughs> yeah. way, to the point where, like, is there a story? I don't know, but this guy says some things with some really cool proper nouns. Uh, <laughs> and the Arbiter comes up and says, where it's so easy. Uh, and you're like, the, 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 the council will have their corpse. And you're like, this is the best thing, I'm 12, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> And then you get to Reach, and Reach starts out, and the very first thing that happens in Reach is it is set on a world that is like clearly like Soviet influenced, uh, and they're do- they're doing Eastern Europe in their design of like the farmers and the place, but they're actually doing like uh, Iraq era like U.S. troops going around with interpreters. Right. Literally, what they're doing in that game, and it's it feels so not Halo oh, to me because that's the militarism that, so that changes, right? Totally. Well, and it's a squad game. I guess ODST is sort of a squad game in that way, but you spend so much of that time alone or 
from one character's perspective. It, it, it shuffles which characters as you do the flashbacks. Yes. But you're right that Reach is like is in many ways it does like this is my squad of troops more than a lot of Call of Duty games do. Like, um, I, no offense to Soap McTavish or who the fuck ever and Price, but like I don't give a fuck about those people. Not that I like have deep that I deeply cared about the the Reach people. I can't name. You know what? Fuck it, I'm wrong because I just named Soap McTavish and Price. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I played Reach. Person. I played Reach like three months ago and couldn't tell you a single person. Re- but I they're trying like that thing, right? That, they're there's... trying that thing of like here are your four people, your five people, and you're like together throughout the majority of that of that game one mm. of the most famous scenes in reach um i don't necessarily want to like spoil it completely but there's a scene in which uh you are playing a character who is uh dying in a classic call of duty moment and you play mm-hmm. out their like unwinnable battle uh and put the controller down. <laughs> no, but I actually did. Wow. I was like, I was like, this is this is. We're not supposed to beat this, right? And you you play the game for you. Like, no, of course not. And so what I did is threw grenades at my feet and blew myself up because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do a heroic class stand that means nothing for ten minutes. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this because the whole game. Like, if you buy into this noble military sacrifice, then it hits, right? But if you don't, right. then there's it's very little there. Um, so yeah. At least narratively, and it was very funny watching, like, because I remembered enjoying it back as uh, back in the day, uh, and watching you just be like, "I am not invested in this." There's that. There's a thing that I think is interesting is there's that city level that I really uh, that that I think p- people don't like that level in Reach. Um, the, oh, the one, one where you're flying between the, the airship. T- yes, yes. yes. Um, but there's something that happens in that level that's interesting. If I remember it right, it's that there's actually a, a more objectives than what you get in any given mission and even given playthrough and it shuffles them every campaign. That oh, that's sense. cool. I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a neat thing. And like, I think it's a new Alexandria. Maybe I think that's the one that it is. That is. Um, yes. And, and uh, yeah, the, the emergency missions shift depending on whatever. So they just happen to shift. Um, and I think that that's, that's an interesting uh, uh, little thing. And especially when you then think about them going on to make like, the infinite is it the infinite forest kato yeah what's the where like that similar like pulling from a from a, a like a, a, a deck of, right a pool of of potential encounters and stuff like that um anyway yeah i yeah halo how are you feeling about halo infinite are either of you like hyped on that right now i'm i'm ready but only because i'm ready for more halo i think all the story stuff looks um, hmm. bad because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole story the two story thing we've had is first of all they're all like uh, single shot like rotating camera stuff which always feels a bit needless in a lot of mm-hmm. video games um and the two scenes we have are like it's the like little it's the little guy he's just the regular pilot and master chief's gonna inspire him and then the other scene was brute <laughs> thanos so uh mm. neither of which are like things i'm super <laughs> interested in um i just want the arbiter to come back please just make a game with the arbiter, please make a an arbiter game oh my god <laughs> i think we're gonna run into him in our he's next bit of halo rules. 5 but there's a scene early on where they say the Arbiter's War with the Covenant, and we both screamed, Let's "Can I play that go. game?" <laughs> yeah, that that sounds sick. Um, yeah, I hope he shows up. That'd be that'd be great. Uh, I mean, I feel they, they, there was just a Halo Infinite multiplayer beta. Did anyone here get a chance to touch that or? See I watched footage that? of it, and it looks yeah. great. I'm really because I we've been catching up. I didn't have an Xbox for a long time, and I got mm-hmm. you know we started playing these once I got an Xbox, and um going through all the Halo games. We've just been playing single player, um, but I'm really excited to just get into multiplayer Halo. This also being like, we have friends who maybe aren't super into Halo, but the multiplayer is like free. And that's going to be a big in- enticement to get our friends to play Halo with us, which is exciting. <laughs> right. um, I have not gone deep on a Halo multiplayer since 
three was when I last truly was in it. Like I played three is a big when, one. Yeah. When the other ones came out, but I didn't really get into it since since three and the forge first debuted and all that stuff. Um. Uh. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to some Halo multiplayer. I'm curious. I'm really interested in what that game is going to look like based on what we've seen of it. Um, based on early rumors around it being kind of open and exploration based, and if they can do that, you know. Mm. Um, I guess, and also, who knows if that's even true anymore? If it was ever true, <laughs> maybe those rumors just weren't true. Uh, but but um, you know, maybe it's still going to be a mission based campaign. Uh, but I guess we'll see. I, I'm surprised. I'm I'm always surprised we haven't seen more of it, given that it's supposed to come out this year still, right? Still, did that not? I don't think it has a. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it has a release date. It's 2021 right now, is what wow. it says. Wow. Yeah, like a couple months ago, they were like, "We're not going to announce the release date till like two weeks before." Basically, yeah. <laughs> it was, it's done when it's done. Um, I'm sure they would like it to come out because there's not like you know, it's kind of wide open for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. But well, uh, listen, we'll if it doesn't come out, it seems like everyone will be busy playing Splitgate instead and getting a yeah. Halo fix from that. <laughs> um, it's the year of Halo. People need Halo, and they've made it themselves. <laughs> Splitgate, I think I've seen actually let's take a quick break and we'll come back, we'll talk about Splitgate. We'll keep the Halo the Halo extended universe segment running. We'll be right back. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, we are back. Splitgate, uh, another game I've mostly watched footage of. I've only watched footage of. Let me not let me not use that that you know, kind of flimsy fake qualifier. I've not played Splitgate, but I've watched people play Splitgate. Um, is let me just say, is the pitch on Splitgate accurate? Is this pitch on Splitgate accurate? It's Halo, but with every player has a portal gun. Correct. Yeah. It, that's it. It's yes. multiplayer Halo, competitive multiplayer Halo, <laughs> and, and then you also have a portal gun. The only other addition is a jetpack. Otherwise, like the, the yeah. battle rifle is the battle rifle from Halo. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Like it's they made Halo. Oh, and you can only use the you can only use the portals on certain surfaces. It's not every yeah. surface, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's There's many like surfaces. marked surfaces around the maps. It's very it's intricately designed around points of view, like even more yeah. than most uh, mm-hmm. like multiplayer. Because that's the like main. Uh, thrust of multiplayer map design but now they have to consider which services you can suddenly appear behind someone on right um can i say or even just watching this yeah i i need i need someone who's played this game more than me to like talk or again i haven't played it at all but who's played it more than i've watched it to explain to me why this isn't just super frustrating because I watched this footage and it's like, if someone did this shit to me, I'd be mad. <laughs> I don't know what I how could I be playing better? Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? So talk to me about why this works for both of you, because it sounds like you're both like way into it. Uh, I'm curious what Kato's going to say, because uh, I, I, yeah. Well, I had a very specific experience, uh, is the thing, okay. where 
uh, a Discord server that I'm in was like, hey, anyone want to do a full, like, let's fill a, a lobby, uh, which is eight people, eight people, I believe, oh, and do 4v4 good. customs sure. uh, <laughs> with a bunch of people that we all know. So, like, we did that. And we went through different game modes. And like, if we didn't like a game mode, we we're like, ah, fuck it. We're not going to try that again. Let's do a round of something else. Uh, we, there is a surprising amount, like for, for this day and age, a surprising amount of customizability in the custom matches. Like we could fuck with gravity. You can turn on Instagram, like Ooh. all this old, like multiplayer, like stuff that I, I remember doing in fucking high school, like, yeah, Instagib rockets only, or like, or like rockets only, and like low grav, and like with the jetpack, we were like, nobody touched the ground for like minutes. It was fucking hilarious. Did you play like, shoddy snipers? Is, is that a thing that you yes, did? Yes, shoddy, shoddy snipers, snipers is, is, not is only a in. Thing? It's, it's like, yeah, it is legit Let's an go. official <laughs> mode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like half my matches were snotty, shoddy snipers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It is great. They know. They, it's Halo. Shoddy they snipers. know. Halo. They yeah. know. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, that sounds like an ideal way of playing it, because then you're like, fuck, right. I mean, like, that's the other thing is like, when I think about playing Halo, I, I, yes, I did a lot, especially with three, I did a lot of just like rando playing against randos and stuff. But even then, it was always with a, a big group of friends involved. Also, it's like most of my team or whatever. Right. I, whereas when I think about Call of Duty, I think about like, if I when I was playing called the Call of Duty multiplayer modes, that was very much like me alone in a room just getting kills. Do you know what I mean? Um, the opposite of our Hell Let Loose experience is Kato. The opposite <laughs> right. of the multi the Halo multiplayer, which often was like, even in, it was, it was, you know, I did LAN parties for Halo in college. You know, like that mm-hmm. was the vibe was you and, and seven other people you know or whatever, you know? That was, um, yeah. My only real experience with Halo was in high school in the computer lab, a Mac computer lab, because Halo 1 still had like a multiplayer <laughs> thing supremacy. That, you, that you could do. <laughs> uh and so like after everyone finished their uh fucking graphic design homework we would just the teacher was too chill too chill it's like oh what you finished that that project in like 20 minutes and there's still like an hour and a half of this class whatever let's play fucking Halo, Halo on land <laughs> let's go let's go let's yeah. go oh, it sucks to be the one guy still working on the graphic design <laughs> yeah, project yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but so like that sort of like communal like everyone like the the people i'm playing against are only the people in that room sort of thing or like the only people that i know that i'm we're all talking like uh, even though we're not even though we're split into different teams we're still like you know yelling at each other um that that experience is like the like formative multiplayer halo that's what halo multiplayer is in my mind and this that i had that experience again for the first time in a decade basically uh doing that with those people in that discord um it just feels like there hasn't been another multiplayer game where that's even a possibility of like getting into those sort of like um you know being able to change settings that way being able to set up lobbies that way that are customized past the point of like oh you can pick what of our pre-made like game modes there are to like no we were making up game modes we did rockets only and the melee what is it technically God. it's like like the spartan hammer or something i forget what it technically it looks like a baseball bat but it's, it's a one cool. they game. don't use the word spartan in this do they no no they no don't. it's called Uh-oh. a bfb bfb is the little joke <laughs> they do. Mm, okay um, good but it's sure. basically a, uh, a it's, gravity hammer yeah yeah right right gravity hammer um we did spartan lasers and gravity hammer uh only with low grav on and so 
it was oh, like you, that. it was very funny because it's harder to hit with that laser than you think when someone's just kind of zooming through the air and like not stopping um but if you could sneak up on people you whack them with the hammer and they're done it's it was very like things like that aren't i don't know like when was no one else is no, right. no one else is yeah. playing in the yeah. space of like you know you like let the user just like fuck around with whatever settings we can let them fuck around with in a or i guess we setting. should say we should say there probably are other games that are fucking that are doing that because there are so many sure, quake yeah. inspired like high speed fps games out there on the pc that don't find huge audiences and that don't get coverage from sites like ours right because we're just like not in those and also they, they don't hit big splitgate does this and also happen to hit big right which means more people are playing it so, um yeah go ahead I just wanted to, well, I wanted to give that caveat just because I know sometimes we have ignored sure, small sure. you know uh, scenes and and uh, preemptively before you email us and, and <laughs> explain that like yeah, yeah but yeah. also let me know what else has been if something else has scratched that 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 uh, itch go ahead and let us know I'm I'm curious mm-hmm. I, I just want to build off that caveat to say that like Splitgate was one of those like it, it's been out for two years right oh I access. didn't realize right. that and you had to you had to buy it before oh. they, they switched to free to play. Uh, and, and then instantly it's huge. instantly became huge and so i played in the main mode where you play just i was playing on my own just going into matches and um uh all of the like free-to-play monetization points are just so bad it's oh. it's so you know how like when cool duty 4 happened and they they brought in rpgs to shooters it changed changed everything and then every uh-huh. game could have a little purpose you have your own little goal to walk towards yeah. and that was that's just a fun thing to do now all of those pressure points have been like utilized against the player in some way they're no longer like tread mills for your own enjoyment and progression to give you a sense of progression they are like challenges to unlock this to unlock this amount of coins which can be used in the store which can get loot boxes yeah. uh, one of the mechanics is like you get more xp if you play days in a row but if you miss a day you can pay to like fix your skit yep. fix your streak you pay the game to not play it you pay the game <laughs> oh. to not play the game cardinal sin <laughs> just like oh. huge brain stuff okay but, but in- also if i could pay the new york times crossword a <laughs> right. dollar to skip a day without ruining my streak, maybe yeah, I, I would not do this. I would not you do see, this. It's an honor that? thing. It is an honor thing, but if I just, let, I'm going to do the crossword. I'm not saying give me the completion. I don't want the uh, completion. I want the opportunity to keep my streak alive. The thing, the thing about Splitgate that I was like, oh, this is different than like, because I play Apex and like that's got a season pass and stuff, and I'm, yeah. I'm like invested in building up my season pass. But Jackson was like, please play Splitgate, and when you do, use my referral code so I can unlock <laughs> wow! stuff. And I'm like, I've yeah. never, yep. I've never played a game with uh, they needed my friend's referral code when they sell me on the game to like get them stuff. <laughs> you don't even know that system because that system isn't just a referral code, and you both get a bonus. You have a referral pass, and the referral pass is five referrals long, so you need five referrals to get the exclusive skin, oh my which God. is an epic. Rank- yeah, and this is just one of the three monetization schemes on the first page before you even get to the main store. So all of that stuff is just hell. Uh, luckily, when you get in the game, it doesn't affect gameplay, which is like a lie about, you know, it doesn't affect gameplay. Yeah, 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 we all like, know. Yeah. yeah, we all know. But it does mean the balance of the game. You do your best to ignore you it. Feel you feel you, the second you're like, yeah, that kill was extra sick because I have the cool golden shotgun. Right. It has affected gameplay. Your your experience has shifted. I know what people mean is game balance. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I'm on a run and I have a cool golden shotgun and I stay on that run because I feel extra fly. I'm <laughs> always here to dress up. Yeah, exactly. And the dress up part like is particularly restrictive because every single color has to be unlocked in loot boxes or maybe not. Maybe through like some challenges as well. But mm-hmm. it means I've unlocked a skin, uh, but that skin's green. But my backpack is blue. So they look terrible together oh. and I can't match them without paying money. Uh, <laughs> like all of that stuff is just 
the most friction I've ever seen in one of these. And that's wow. partially because usually I don't play these kind of games. I'm sure there are some that are even worse. Yeah. Uh, but generally I try to avoid these kind of things because it just, just feels bad. It's wild um, to me. That, that I think one of the things that we have to like keep coming back to though is like you just told me this game has been out for two years. And like yes. they tried it the other way and it failed. I, I think it had a battle pass, but like I'm sure um, apparently it was free to play on Steam. Uh, someone told me, okay, it was... Fr- I'm looking at this. It was free to play on Steam and it just came to console, so apparently it wasn't. Uh, you didn't have okay. to pay before. Okay. Someone told okay. me yesterday you had to pay, and I believed them. It's my own fault. <laughs> I'm doing my own research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know the exact specifics, but yes, now it was fully launched on consoles in this beta period, and there's a queue. You have to go to their Discord server to see the queue type, the queue estimate. You have to. <laughs> yeah. You have, oh, when yeah, you, that was When you thing. join the game. It says, you're in a queue, please go to Discord slash GG slash Splitgate uh, to find out the wait time. And then first thing in the Discord server is the wait time. Like, could you not put that text string in the game somehow? I don't I don't know how technically <laughs> difficult that is, but I don't want to log into a Discord server. No, to that's find just they're trying to get you on their, on their Discord. That's all, right. right? Yeah. yeah, that's what which I, I assume, think which... is, a, uh, by the way, uh, by the way, I think I'm going to I'm, I'm Babe Ruth. My, I'm holding the the uh, uh, bat out to the to the stands. I'm calling my shot here. I think we are a year or two away from a lot of companies shutting down their official discords because some shit will happen on some discord mm. and a bunch of lawyers will be like, you were doing what with your fans? You had a direct <laughs> always on experience with your fans where you did not have constant complete moderation and you know like at 4 a.m some dirt happened something bad happened and you didn't catch that shit and now it's like everyone has receipts it's gonna happen we're going to live through the first bad you know big budget game uh uh scandal uh, in the next few years a hundred percent so uh i'm just saying that so but anyway. all that said, when you get into the game, I really, really like it. It's the, <laughs> I was going to say, like the the best part slash worst part, depending on how you feel about the last few, few minutes uh-huh. of discussion. The actual game itself uh, is incredible, but I had a very different experience to Kata because I played it on my own, which means I can't tell how it will go as it progresses. I had the experience that I had with um, uh, Knockout City. It was another game that came out this year that yeah. I really liked. Yeah. Um, and there's a few, this happens a lot with multiplayer games where they, they, they launch free and they're big and everyone plays them. And if you, in the first two weeks where everyone's new, understand the basic oh. mechanics, yes. destroy it. God. I was going on like Absolutely. 20 zero runs. <laughs> in a, and I'm not good at shooters. I am not this level of good at shooters. I am okay at shooters. Yeah. But when I played like as a teenager, all my friends are better than me. I just wasn't, it wasn't my skill set. I was playing Ninja Gaiden. Yes. Um, I enjoy them a lot. Uh, I felt like a god in this. It was this, so good. Yes. Everyone was getting destroyed. So I have no idea what happens when like everyone can use the portals. What happens when they figure out right, what happens when they figure out how the grenades can destroy a portal from one end and then you can trap them. How like, these right. are all really cool tactical elements of the game, but I don't know how it progresses as like a casual shooter because i don't like the the treadmill part because i think it's too uh punitive towards like just enjoying it as like a, i only got three kills but i got my points right right um, so, okay, so let's talk about the portal system because yes you okay every player has, has infinite portals so you just have a portal gun that just works is that correct but you only have two out at a time yes okay but that's what i when i say infinite i mean you can always yes. use it though. there's not there's no right. ammo counter for it no ammo you can always set up your own portal thing yeah can you go through other people's portals Yes, but you can't see through them. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. And you can't Wait, snipe through them, therefore. You, can only, you can't shoot through them. Does that work with, within your own team? Because I maybe yes, someone just yes. dropped their own. Okay, they, they must have just dropped it. I swear I tried to go through a teammate's one and it didn't work, but the enemy so, ones did. It was very strange. 
I just he watched doesn't... someone on Twitch a second ago go through a teammate's okay. portal, so okay. I can yeah, yeah, confirm yeah. that that happened. I don't know what the fuck happened so, there, then. <laughs> yeah. Every portal works the same. You can travel through them and shoot through them, They, but you can only see through yours. So, like, if someone disappears through a portal, but you keep shooting, like, straight on, you'll probably still get them. Okay. Uh, even if you can't see them. Especially if you um, have a rocket launcher. Yes, but if you destroy one, <laughs> yes, especially if you a rocket launcher. But if you destroy a portal at one end, then it becomes, like, white rather than the dark version it is when you can progress through it and that's how you know it's a portal it's just a wall it's just okay. one one portal if only one's out you can't go through um, right right that makes and, sense and yeah, you can you can make them at any time which means there's a lot of situations where because you've got a jetpack you can like jetpack up get a real oblique angle on something shoot right behind the enemy team then go down and just pop 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 <laughs> oh, that's uh, my other question does it have the portal physics of you jump down into a portal at yes. high speed you come out the other side going mm-hmm. fast yeah that's it has cool. that, but it, that's cool. because they arrange the walls where they do, there's very little opportunities to, like, you can't create the infinite thing. There's never a portal on the ground. Right, the right, sure. Uh, but there are situations where uh, you can put, you know, like in Portal, when you put a portal on a curved surface, yeah. or like a slanted surface, you, you come out uh, real hot, and it, and you can jump down. There's a there's a big, like, arena map that has that as, like, a main feature of it, and people do that occasionally, and you come that's out fun. and you do the jetpack. Yeah. Um, I have other questions. Um. It's what I said before. Does it ever feel frustrating? Where, like, where the fuck did I get killed from? Someone must have made a portal behind me. Or do you have a good sense of? Are you able to like juggle the information you need to know where someone might have just killed you from? Uh, I mean, I think that's going to vary depending on how well you track that sort of stuff into shooters in general. But there is this yeah. sort of sense of as you're traversing the space, you're you're also noticing all the spots where portals can go, right? Because you're also looking for mm-hmm. those advantages. And so at a certain degree, I was, at a certain point, I was finding myself being like, I can't turn this way because then there'll be a portal thing behind me. I have to find a better vantage point or things like mm-hmm. that. But it is also, the you know, it's a Halo-type multiplayer which means you're not standing still for very long yeah right sure. like it's very much a, like you're you're, mo- you're running and gunning you're you're continually moving um and so i feel like it's uh you you're trying to choose like safer paths i guess to get to the enemy so that you're not shot in the back as much or like you're turning around but there's you know the, they have the damage um um what's it called the the little you know arrow that not arrow but like I know what you mean. The thing that the, says I'm getting shot from, from over there. Over there, right? So, yeah, yeah. I feel incredible like incredible evolutionary mechanism uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that humans in <laughs> FPS games have developed. Um, I don't know. To me, it's it's felt like you know because you have the same tools, you end up kind of uh understanding the space is a little different, and that makes sense. it didn't feel frustrating. I was like, oh, they got a good angle on me and came up, or like they snuck up behind me. It's like good on them for being able to do that because I was also trying to do that to them, right? Like Right, yeah. right. And Are they have kill cams too. So like oh, right, okay, right, that right, helps right. a lot. It doesn't act you there's an option to have it every time, but uh on the times where I have it as like it's just I forget what the setting is, but like occasionally there's a kill cam. And usually it has activated in a situation where I've been killed by someone like coming through a weird portal. Mm-hmm, uh, right. So I, I feel like it's programmed to I don't know how they measure this, like whether it's time for portal to kill or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um but when I am killed in a way where it's like, where the hell did they come from? I often get a kill cam to tell me this is where they came from. That you did not yeah. get like hacked. That was one of the nice. things that we changed on the server that we were playing on customs was the respawn time. So I didn't really get to, didn't really spend a lot of time watching those, even though they did. Ex- I've, that's why I forgot they existed. Cause we had it like on a two second respawn. 
which was yeah you know it's fun <laughs> yeah um all right splitgate i'm i'm curious i'm just, i'm curious if it'll find if it'll continue to have this moment it's having uh uh as as the weeks progress uh, but speaking of multiplayer shooters, uh, M, I know you've been deep into Apex lately, and I'm I'm curious how that's going. They just dropped a new season, right? Yeah, the new season dropped. Um, th- they buffed Fuse, which is good because Fuse is one of the guys I like a lot. Um, Fuse is is uh, he's a grenade guy. Grenade? He's a real yeah, dirtbag. Okay. I just love him. I think he's very charming. Uh, <laughs> he's got a he's got a robot eye and a robot arm. Is that Fuse? Yes, yes. Okay. He's got a robot arm and he can hold double grenades and he's got a bunch of grenade moves and uh, they made him much more useful and that's great. Um, but yeah, the new season came with a new character named Seer, who, as far as I can tell, literally every team right now has a Seer on it. Um, maybe that's because all of his specials are like really flashy. He mm-hmm. has, if he looks down sights, he has like a seventy-five meter radius like heartbeat sensor to detect enemies that's just a passive that's just always on yeah as long wow. as he's looking down the sights and pointing in the direction like it'll like ping when you're on like a heartbeat or whatever and then his special is like a big tunnel that like scans enemies uh, and like it'll show where they are if it hits if the tunnel hits you and it also i think it interrupts healing right i think that's uh, what happens i've not played geez. much of seer because i always have someone on my team's playing as seer oh, sure. uh, and then his ultimate is a big dome like a big shiny like geodesic dome and inside that if you fire a gun or like run the do- like the seer will be able to pick up on footsteps and bullets right. that happen inside the big dome so it's, it's like another information another major information character like uh, yes bloodhound is that bloodhound Ble- right? yeah, it's like yeah. bloodhound um i feel like it's much showier than bloodhound bloodhound yeah. to me is like they come up and they're going to sneak up on people and they're just going to like kill an entire team single-handedly by being the predator. I always uh, wanted to be a good bloodhound. I never was because I wanted to do yeah, the thing you just Seer, said. Seer seems like we know the team's hiding there and we're going to make them feel intense pressure mm. by all of these. Because mm-hmm. also a Seer's like tunnel thing does damage when it hits you. Oh, um, interesting. Uh, not a lot, but just enough to like you know kind of jolt you, on you out of place yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. totally so if, you, if you've got a, an area pinned down like a serial hit you with the the, the the tunnel and then do the dome and then the entire team knows where you're at and they're like flanking you while that all happens and you're scrambling right. and it's bad well and the <laughs> I've thing been you should down, be doing is playing okay. quiet right because yeah the heart or the heartbeat probably still gets you but the um the dome only works if you're running and jumping if you're walking yes. it doesn't work right or it doesn't yes. pick you up yeah but y- usually i feel like you know, I mean, people know the maps in, in Apex. Yeah. You know, they've got three maps and we're on one right now that's like in like, I think a week long rotation. So like everyone's very familiar with this map, even though it's changed the season. And, um, so you just feel very like I've never felt so pinned down and then flushed out by other teams as I have since this season. Huh. Um, wow. Uh, in a way that's like really cool, but it's like the the battle pressure is intense once you're in the firefight. Mm. Also, there's a new gun that's like a, a, a light machine gun that, that is it, cool. Um, that's relatively slow, but you can charge it with a um, the uh, thermal grenade. Yeah, the thermal grenade. Yeah, and then the the rate of fire speeds up greatly, mm-hmm. and it's just it just knocks chunks out of you. Also, the prowler, which is a good like submachine gun, is out of the drops. Like it used to be a care package only thing, mm-hmm. and now it's just in the rotation again. Oh. And that thing is powerful. That is one of my favorite <laughs> things Apex does is the gun rotation through. So for people who have not played any Apex, Apex uh, obviously battle royale. Uh, and like many battle royales, there's lots of guns out there. And I guess PUBG maybe also did the gun rotation thing. Um, but sometimes 
you there's a set of guns and some when the game first launched i think a lot of players including me assumed okay guns like the kraber this big super sniper rifle only exist inside of this special thing called the care package which can drop and will occasionally have the kind of legendary tier weapon that you can find mm-hmm. uh, but they actually shuffle what's in there at this point yes. every new season it maybe it's maybe multiple times in a season no no it's it's every season it's every and season. when something okay. goes in the care package it gets like a new attribute that it doesn't normally have right it's a better version of it yes. for sure um but then but sometimes you just are really good with a weapon that happens to be in a care package yes. And and getting it back into the full rotation can feel like you've unlocked a superpower, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't have the full list. I can't remember the one that it was for me that that, that that was, but I remember feeling like, yes, this is back out in, in regular play. I'm really good with this and, and having that experience. So, um, yeah, I should play more Apex. It's, it's yeah. hard because it's a three-person game, and I like to play that game with three people. And also, the thing about it being a three-person game is, if I fuck up, I feel really bad because it's only a three-person game. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I can't. Yes. You can't like hide in the back of the classroom in Apex in the way that you can <laughs> in like like Kato. When we were like deep in Valorant, I think yeah. I was okay at Valorant. Yeah. But it was easy for me to have an off day and not feel like I was dragging the team down. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Because mm. with with five was five. five people on a team, yeah. it's easy to be like, okay, I'm I'm doing bad, but I'm not I'm not. I am not the reason we lost this match. Do you know what I mean? Right. Whereas in Apex, I can I can seriously feel like I'm the reason we lost a match because it came down to me, you know, you know, clearing off another team that I that were there or failing to win a one on one that I should have been able to win, and like everybody watched me lose a one on one I should have won. You know, that stuff can be tough for sure. Um, mm. I say that despite like now getting deep into Hell Let Loose, a game <laughs> where I mean, I guess maybe that's part of why I like Hell Let Loose is it's so easy to disappear into the right. crowd in Hell Let Loose. Oh, can I can I can I interrupt with one more Apex? Yeah, thing no, we're not done with out. Apex. Yeah, sorry, okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm not going to talk about any more. We've done a lot of Hell Let Loose on this show <laughs> okay. in the last two weeks, so go ahead. Um, this season Apex. in particular, and I just got in with Apex on season eight, so I was not aware of this until one of my squad mates who played when the game first came out was telling me the alternators in the care package, which is a, a good like. Uh, I think it's a machine gun. Um, anyway, um, it had its buff now is uh, the disruptor rounds, which mm-hmm. is a season two hop up uh, that like choose through shields as extra yeah. damage to shields. Uh-huh. And it was so powerful. They took it out of the game. Like we can't have this in the game, but now it's in in the care package specifically. And it's so sick. fun. That's really huh. fun. Um, I love that, that that's a space where they're like, they let you just have that, o- that OP thing. It's just like, yeah, okay, well, listen, it's, you're only going to get it once in a while and it might swing a game, but maybe it won't because maybe the person who finds it yes. is on a team that's not competitive for any given round anyway, yeah. you know? The other one is the Spitfire and that one got nerfed in season nine a little, just mm-hmm. like damage visor mm-hmm. changed and they just rolled it back to the season eight version when oh. they put it in the care package, uh, thank you. which is really cool just to like have I that guess happen. So. Oh, oh, wait, sorry. I, I heard that backwards. I see. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Uh, what's the map right there? What maps are available? Because th- didn't they bring back? Right now, it's on the big fire and ice map, whose name I don't remember because it's not Kings Canyon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, is it the is it the one that has the big city in it that has like all the vert- verticality in that one section of the map? It's not um, a lot of verticality. It's like a bunch of th- Is it the one with the train, train? or is the train yeah. things can? Yeah, yeah. It's World's Edge. World's and Edge. there's just been okay. some changes. Like half the map is big ice and then like like three or actually about a quarter of its ice and the other three quarters are like lava areas. And um, yeah, it's just like a big it's like a big open space. But then there's like a middle city where everything it's always bad there. It's yeah, every time you drop so there, spicy. it's a bad time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like dropping there because it's bad time. I, I mean, it's the thing is I still feel like that about 
battle royales when I play is like I want to go to the spicy place because that's where mm-hmm. I know I'll get better because mm-hmm. I'll be forced at being fights. Uh, otherwise, I, I'll do the thing that we used to do when we were playing PUBG, which is just like sit in a corner and wait until there's a, a fight and like not actually develop the skills or the confidence to get into all those sorts of one v ones that I need to get better at. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, I should I should start playing Apex again. Yeah, that's my thing. Because I have a squad, I like we have like a small group that plays together of people, like friends or whatever. I'm so used to like Apex is my time to sit down and talk to some friends that outside of like podcast work I never talk to. That um I'm I don't play solos and it's made me worse at the game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Because like you need that practice. Like that that practice or don't need it, because whatever. The game is serving its purpose, which is it's a vehicle to hang out with your friends and also shoot at some enemies and like also, have fun little encounters yeah but. like i know uh my friend molly uh is good at apex and i can just follow her and she's gonna uh-huh. lead me to the right thing to do at any given moment <laughs> yes. but it makes me bad at decision making when i'm i'm the squad leader like when i'm playing with friends who don't know the game as well when i was playing that game with colin and natalie colin colin joyce formerly of of noisy and thump uh that was the same thing colin is just a god at that game compared to me and natalie no offense to me and natalie but we fucking suck in comparison to colin <laughs> um and so and so that was that was one of those things. i mean that was i'll be honest that was one of the best things about playing valorant was like i was i wasn't like maybe i wasn't as good as as the best players we played with kato but like i could hold my own yeah. with, with colin you know Absolutely. <laughs> so good to have a game we where all, i was like in yeah. that mix we're all figuring so. figuring that out and it was fun to yeah. do together uh, Are you still doing Valorant, by the way, Kato? Me, is yes, that still in- always. Yeah. Damn, that it, whole group is still playing. Yeah, I just like whenever uh, I find a moment. Although the Pokemoba has completely destroyed my Valorant mm. time, that's where I'm spending most of the time. I had a quick question for M though. Uh, how have you have you checked out arenas much? Have you played that mode? No. I've played I, some arenas. I know that it's popular, but I just don't like it that much i the i my thing with apex is it's like a socialization time like i said so Mm. i like the bits where you're just like perched up on a hill waiting for something to happen trying to decide like waiting for the ring to close to decide where you're gonna go next and everyone's like kind of like should we go for the high tier loot in this area should we move on because it looks like that's gonna be hot in a second there's none of that in arenas arenas just go 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 and i that's just not how i want to sit down and spend my free time with my friends I, end yeah. up, I always end up playing arenas like really like sweaty and agitated, and I don't right. feel that way about Apex. <laughs> no, yeah, no, totally. It's it's very much the like, I well, I'm gonna I need to practice actually shooting a gun, which I will never shoot in a BR in the BR mode because I'll die before I get to shoot it. Probably, I'll go yeah. into arenas and actually get, get into a quick gunfight. Um, yeah, I was I missed most of last season just because I was busy with life stuff. And so this season coming back and seeing the battle pass has like arenas challenges. I'm always like a little mad about it. Mm. I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to be funneled into arenas. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and like dailies, you can reroll. And when you reroll them, like, you get a free reroll every day of the daily challenges. Okay. It asks if you want battle royale or arena challenges. And thank God for that. Right. Um, that's cool. oh, that's but they're in the battle pass. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to do these. Yeah, I feel like that's I mean, again, we can have this larger conversation about the ways in which multiplayer games have changed over the last decade towards that sort of curated challenge-based goal setting right like versus thinking back as jackson said earlier you think back to you know cod4 uh you just had a, a treadmill that you were on that like you progressed down and that was the the forward momentum engine and now it is battle passes and skin unlocks and a billion other things daily challenges and mm-hmm. like the fact that I'm like doing my dailies in a first person shooter is 
a weird thing to think about um <laughs> yes. or it's it's a it's a it's a telling thing because what it's telling is that everything is about continued engagement those numbers right. have to stay there they want those numbers to be high when a new thing drops so that the the amount of people who are around to buy it is high enough to have made it worth spending the money to make it um mm-hmm. or not spending the money to, you know so that it'll generate a profit to make the people who the public the people in publishing happy about how much money it brought in honestly yes uh it's a different thing um and and uh seeing that versus seeing games that just aren't in that space anymore is like I, again, I'm going to say Hell Let Loose feels quaint. It has some DLC, has like expensive skins you can buy, but like that's it. And that's like in the Steam store. There's no front, <laughs> there's no battle pass front end in that game. Right. I don't think that game, I think it would, I mean, that game has a server browser for God's sake. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like that team is not in the space of, and, and it makes me wonder how much of that stuff is genuinely pushing interaction versus is now just like the expected model of, of the way this works uh, in the same way that loot boxes were a few years ago and that loot boxes, I mean, I guess apex still has loot boxes, right. But, but not, not for gameplay loot the way that, that it was looking not for, not for game mechanic balance, you know, abilities and shit, the way that like the star Wars game got a big backlash on, you know? Yeah. Um, In halo five, you can't use things in certain matches unless you've got a card outside of them. Like it's stuff like that. that That's kind of gone away. Right. Right. God, that's wild. I didn't know about that with Halo 5. But like, I'm always, so I'm always, bad. I mean, as someone who likes dress up in video games, I like, that's half the reason I play. I, uh, you know, I, everyone here agrees, like saying it's just cosmetics and it doesn't matter is like yeah, false all, dichotomy. Yes. Yes. And that goes the other way too. Like one of the reasons I didn't play Apex last season was everything in the battle pass was like a, like the store in the mall in which you go to buy a katana when you're like yeah. 17, right. everything yeah. was yeah. like Asian themed in that way. Uh-huh. Just like tacky and kind of gross this season's everything's kind of bug themed and i think they all look pretty cool and so i'm like really excited to get the bug stuff (laughs) is that just like that's like character skins yeah character skins and emotes and like like uh banners for your character card when you load into battle stuff like that god i wish there was even more customization and i wish i could straight up play dress up in apex and like have pants and a shirt and a hat or something i want slots i want armor (laughs) slots the thing with that is i just i just see how more aggressive the monetization loops are like jackson's saying then i'd have to like uh, make sure my pants are the right color as my shirt and Mm, both of them are different shaders that i have to unlock and i'm like that sounds like a nightmare to me but that's listen but that's that's the the that's the thing yeah uh, you know, back in the day, you just chose your fucking color <laughs> because the idea of moder- <laughs> like monetizing your color on your armor was yes. just not even thought of. So, like that—that's that, the thing that's coming up with Infinite, right? They, they yeah, yeah, exactly. Controversy about shaders, where like in Halo Three, you picked your—you had a few armor locks, and some of them, I think, some of them were locked, but most of them were just unlocked from the start, and you, you like could mix and match your colors and make a cool armor. That is no longer like self-expression. Like that is no longer the aim of these games. Right. They are it's like codified forms of expression that are singularly sold and the 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 they have to be more impressive you should not be able to make a default like mix and match color thing that looks cool or looks cooler than an epic bought loot that has been custom made you could get okay so you there were unlockable armors in halo 3 multiplayer but it was all through achievements and in-game stuff right it was like get this achievement complete this campaign on this difficulty Get all the skulls, um, et cetera. And, and I don't, I think 
there was gamer score locked ones, which is very funny to there me. Was, uh, there was but the there was a armor that was really hard to get, and then there right. was like the flaming skull bungee one that people hacked bungee employees' accounts to get. Yeah. That was all ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. There was some stuff going on back in the day on Xbox Live. <laughs> God, there really was. Um, uh, but I don't remember if there was any sort of. Yeah, I don't think that there was any sort of like you're buying it at the time uh, no. uh, thing. So or like earning it through uh that style of like challenge based shit so like yeah that 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 has been an important change in the way these things but it and at the same time it was clear that like they knew that people cared about their cosmetics because they put in a bunch of different outfits and different helmets and mm-hmm. different chests and different whatever shoulder pieces and stuff so it's like they wanted to uh, enable that style of expressive play but they but they did not no one in the accounting department had been like, "Can't you put a price tag on that?" <laughs> um, so or maybe they did, and they got they were like, "No, absolutely not. We cannot do that." If someone wants to, if someone earns their Hayabusa head, they're gonna get to use it. God damn it! Um, well, th- anyway, there was loads of experimenting with like selling cosmetics and stuff. Like before they settled yeah, into sure. like, okay, no one buy, no one's like gonna. I mean, people do spend money on cosmetics, but what I meant more is that, like. When you buy something in an item store, you are buying a, a currency that you've earned through. Like the, every purchase is obfuscated uh-huh. through multiple systems of engagement, mm-hmm. such as it's not like a store that you walk in and buy one thing because people spend less that way. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, this is the thing that was like the, the Valorant does it that way, where it'd be like a new gun dropped. Do I want to spend way too much money on this gun? A new, a the new answer like, is usually skin. no. <laughs> the answer is usually yeah. no. Uh, it's I'll try to earn some of that uh, that that uh, currency instead, and then, I mean, the answer was always well, it's impossible to earn enough, in right? Valorant, There's like no yeah. way. Can you straight up not you, in Valorant for skins? You, no, like that that currency is only oh, it, it just some skins are in, are in the battle pass. Is that right? Yes, there not are skins in the battle pass, okay. and those are different from the ones they sell in the store. But the ones that they sell in the store <sighs> for money is just for money. You have to buy. I forget <sighs> what the name of the currency is. But that is the only way to get those. Uh, the only thing is... I didn't yeah. earn any of those. I only ever bought those with real money. Oh, no. <laughs> that money's just gone now. Yeah. That money's gone so I can have a sick gun for that game I don't play any- anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm really happy with my uh, gun that is a dragon. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the ones I didn't buy because I was like, I know... That was the gun where I was like, I can feel my time is coming to an end with this game. Right. And it's cute that I have a little dragon. Would, it would be cute to have a little dragon that is also a gun, but not cute enough for me to spend $15 on it right. or whatever. Right, yeah. Those prices are just also so high, if I remember right. So Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> it's like uh, easily $90 for like the set of like three skins and a knife usually is yeah. what the deal is yeah cool yeah yeah oh the knife yeah. Yeah. the knife if you went to go buy the knife by itself though the knife is like 45 or something so it's like you're getting you know. a deal <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> no you're not <laughs> no no but that's the that's the thing it's like free in bundle but if you want to buy it by itself it's 45 bucks miserable <laughs> knives i guess knives have a particular like right. cultural cash cache in in ter- in the Counter Strike world, exactly. so that makes sense that it came out. It makes sense. I understand the line right. that was drawn. How this least. happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking, of, I, I do want to pivot here because speaking of like the style of like expressive dress up play, this, this you know kind of character customization stuff. Em, I know you you've been going down the Final Fantasy fourteen rabbit hole, and for so many people, that is a huge part of that game. Is the like, yeah. I have a character who I love the look of, and I'm like, and I'm making little outfits, and I'm I'm buying uh not buying with real money but but uh you know 
going on to the in-game marketplace to kind of like pick up uh stuff that I might not even use for because it's not good, but I'll I'll use it as like a skin for the stuff that I'm using. I'll I'll glamour. Is that it's not called glamour? What is it called in 14? I forget what they're called. Um when you just like give one piece of armor another piece of armor's look. You know what I'm talking about. Is it is it not called glamour? Yeah, maybe it's called glamour. It. Maybe it's it called is. it's been a while yeah, you, since you I played. You get your glamour shard going. Yeah, and you okay, just, then like, I'm, apply okay. it. Yeah, yeah. I should trust myself. Are you doing any of that with, with 14 or yeah, are you still like so in the grindy early bit? I'm a bit I I've always been a big Final Fantasy fan. Uh 14, 11, and 3 are the only ones I have not played. Um I'm working on three because that pixel remake remaster came out and seems like uh-huh. that's like a reasonably okay version. I didn't ever really like the DS one, didn't get on with it. So uh, I'm going to play and, right now. And, right, sure. Uh-huh. I was going to say like, briefly, we're watching Dia play, or had been watching 11, Dia play yes. 11 via, yes. via um, her, her. And 11 just seemed like it was hard to get into and grindy, and like people people wanted, there, I have friends who really wanted me specifically to play 14. Um, yeah. And so I, I'm like, well, it's now or never, I'm unemployed, I might as well. So I, I got the free trial, and then the free trial is like nice for the first like week or two, but once you run into, all oh, retainers are unlocked, but you can't use them. Mm. Uh, I have friends who I want to play with, well, they can barely send you friend, friend requests, you, you can't send friend requests to them, they've got to party up and send them to you, and you can't exchange items, they can't give you anything, which is half the fun of getting into a thing late, is your friends just give you a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, and... um it was very frustrating. So, and also the dress up part is for later in the game when you, we have the, the ability to buy stuff off the market. Oh, couldn't use the market board in the free trial. I was like, I really like some glasses that don't look terrible. Mm, yeah. Uh, one, I don't have the money. The, the amount that they're charging on the market board for these sunglasses is more than the money cap than I have in the free trial, which is only <laughs> 300,000 gil. And they're going for like 600,000 on the market board. There were some sunglasses. They looked really cool. Anyway. Um, I ended up buying the game and then my friends gave me a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, I got, I got gifted the, like, st- I, I'm playing as, um, I was playing a scholar now I'm a summoner, but, uh, I was gifted the like money shop, like student outfit, right? Like the, the, uh-huh. the, um, and, uh, another friend gave me the motorcycle. So I kind of augmented it with stuff from the auction house to be like a the untransformed common rider kind of character, just like how I'm going through the game. Now I feel great just being able to like <laughs> go around in my college outfit, but also like biker boots and, and gloves and sunglasses, having a great time. Um, I'm still at the end of a Rummer born and I'm at the part where I'm just really annoyed and I've talked to friends about it and everyone says, Oh, this is where the story is kind of annoying because spoilers, I guess for a bit of the end of a Rummer born. Um, I'm playing the game in Japanese. We have an anime podcast called the great Gundam project mm-hmm. and 14 has just a parade of famous anime voice actors coming in and doing their anime roles, basically in a fantasy setting. Um, so, uh, La Habrea, like the villain of this arc is voiced by a Shuichi Ikeda who played Char Bell in uh, mobile suit Gundam. Great. <laughs> love him. Um, he is hanging Weird out that with they gave it to La Habrea who, instead of Nero, who is just a Char. Yes. Uh, he's hanging out with Gaius, who's like a Final Fantasy twelve judge kind of guy. He's voiced by Akio Otsuka, who plays a bunch of things in anime, but specifically he plays Anavel Gato in 083 Stardust Memory. Um, and so Char and Gato sure. are hanging out, sure. summoning a giant mech that eats gods. And I'm like, this is the sickest thing I've ever seen. This is for me. Uh, this is my hole. And then after that quest happens, you're like, uh, please go steal hats and coats from the empire. Cause you have to sneak into a castle. And I've spent like 10 quests trying to build up to this castle infiltration. That I think is the final bit of the game of this uh, story. I'm like, this is not fun. I don't want to do any of this. I have to learn how to do an Imperial salute. This is not what I'm looking for out of the video game. That's yeah. Uh huh. It's I, the end of that, the, the end of that 
first stuff like starts to get a little bit better, I think, in terms of just the way it's telling a story. Mm-hmm. But it's not I don't know that it's that it's good yeah. still. I, don't I have, know. Most, I have mostly liked the Roma Born because I'm I'm because I just started playing a couple weeks ago. I'm playing the version that's had a bunch of quests removed right, out of it and the arc's right. been condensed and I've had a really good time. Like I think I maybe at like I would I haven't looked at I think I'm probably at like 40 hours and I'm like near the end of Roma Born. That seems like a reasonable what? amount to bite off in terms of a story. Maybe 50, but yeah, not a lot because yeah, I've just I been cruising on the main story quest. And I haven't changed jobs. I've just been a right. summoner. And right. if you do that, it's it's been fine because the arc's been changed to get you through that main story quest really quickly. Huh. Um yeah, the the biggest problem that I had was all the time I spent trying to find classes that I liked. Um and like Yeah, I knew trying. exactly. I looked at the classes and I knew what I I thought I wanted I thought I wanted to be um what's the healer the the version of the arcanist oh scholar I wanted to be scholar, scholar. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. I got to the thing where the 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 it branched the out I was like you know what I'm mostly playing the solo I don't want to I I would love mm. the the healer cues in the dungeons mm-hmm. but I'm already used to DPS and summoner seems more useful for like soloing content so I'm just going to keep with summoner and I've had a great time nice nice, nice. yeah I I I think it took me 100 hours to get through uh, Realm Reborn and oh patches, like to get to Heaven's Work. I'm sure. Pa- hours. I mean, there's as many patch. I was looking at the quest list. Yeah, there's I as mean, many patch quests as all of a Realm Reborn now. So yes, I know right. that's going to take me another like 40 hours. Well, I'm, yeah, that's I'm, that's wild. I'm, I'm I don't six. think they've taken quests out of out of the patch stuff. They've only taken them out of the main Realm Reborn mm-hmm. scenario. That's so. very funny because that's the shit I was done with by the time that change came through. 61 yep. hours in. Uh, and I think I'm about to hit or just hit patches. I don't remember because it's, it's been, I think I did that thing where I pay, I officially did the first month of, I paid for that, but didn't play it last month. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. That'll, that'll happen. Yeah. That'll happen. Yep. No, I, I'm uh, also looking and like, should I, uh, no, I've got too many other actual games to play. It's been a hundred hours on MMO. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the, a lot of that hundred hours was definitely me being like, well, let me try this class. Let me try this class. Let me see if I find something that clicks. And eventually I did. I, I mean, like, I, I spent money so that I could... I want to say that I jumped ahead so I could unlock Red Mage early. Mm. I want to say I like did some sort of boost so that I could get to Red Mage. I could tell in my heart I would like Red Mage. And I did. Um, uh, but by then I already put so many, so much time in a bunch of different classes. And I think when I got to heaven's word, I was like, well, now is when I should have unlocked dark Knight. Let me try dark Knight. Dark Knight seems fun. And I didn't like the dark Knight story that much, especially I, yeah, I only got through the, the first like arc of that, but I didn't like that. And so I spent a lot of time just trying to find something to make me like me in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I, I, the thing that ended up happening truly is I beat heaven's word. I beat Stormblood. Towards the end of Stormblood, I want to say, I got some armor that I liked. And in a weird way, I was like, all right, cool. That's it. I, I leveled up my character. My character looks sick now. Uh, I'm done. I, I can step <laughs> away. Um, I mean, the thing that really happened is I got to the Stormblood patches and they immediately upset me. I think I've talked about this already. That like I was like b- fucked up over some of the story stuff. And like I don't want my Warrior of Light doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And, and that broke me on it. And I think more – I think largely – I just don't like my own character in that game and I can't find a way in to I I am someone who does who does like like playing MMOs for the dress up for the for, for the cosmetic mm-hmm. stuff and like I can't find a way in to this game where I make yeah. a character that I resonate with that resonates with who I am in any meaningful way um and I mean you know I I'm playing a big cat boy because like genuinely because it's like the the if you're a large person you want largeness to be in this game your options are big cat or 
the what are the rodagons is that what they're called mm-hmm. uh and like and that's and that's yeah i'm i'm playing a, a lady row so yeah right absolutely. sure totally I mean, and like, like that's that's it but like i don't i it just none of it hits for me in the way that feels like i can project or that i can i can't make a character that i feel i, I felt good about and like this mm-hmm. is a me thing because i know that final fantasy 14 is a in, is incredible at this stuff is like this is what people love about uh, about that that game. Like, there's so much expressivity in it. People love their characters. They love the world. They love role playing in that space. I love all of that shit. I can't do it. It's just like yeah. I I come up short every time, and it, it's a bummer. The tension I felt too, because I've I've played I I about two, I think it was in the Stormblood expansion was my big like real big push into it. I got about fifty hours in, so halfway through ARR, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was my biggest experience, and I definitely had that as well, because like. There's a lot of cool clothes and a lot of cool genders. Not not a lot of cool genders. There's two genders, um, uh, but like <laughs> which is more than, than than some, more right? Than, because like what I meant to say was you can be any gender you want so long as you're a twink. Is what it feels uh-huh. like in Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and as like a you know larger person, I'm like there are some bigger options, but they don't. That's not where the game's heart is. The game wants you to be like cool anime people running around, uh-huh. and I just felt like this isn't the kind of dress up. Like I know some people find an escape I, in that kind of dress up, but it felt a little you know. I like that. The thing that me. this is the thing yeah. that's so weird is like there are games where I like that sort of dress up, and yes. and but there is something about it the way it's 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 feels for me in 14 and i think it might be about time commitment it might be about like the difference between like i'm making like a hot anime boy twink in a game yes. that i'm gonna play for 12 hours versus or 20 hours versus a game that i have 200 some hours in 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 14 uh and so like that makes it it's a different it's a different sort of embodiment do you know what? i have 250 right. hours in 14 it's a different sort of embodiment that, that i'm being expected to do uh and and to not feel that resonance is is difficult when that's so important to the centrality of like what what i'm supposed to be feeling what i'm supposed to be getting out of this thing you know so i don't know i'm gonna go back to it and, to be clear this is one aspect of also i still don't like any of the characters i i can't turn this into a, a final fantasy 14 hate in because <laughs> i can't do my minute of hate here because i know how important this game is to so many people and i love that it is that for them i wish i could see what you see in this game uh and i, I don't want to be the fucking asshole so i'm gonna shut the fuck up and, it's and interesting because like you and uh dr from dia both dislike the main like the story quests quite a bit and i went into this like with expectations really low and i've mostly like when we covered gundam wing we talked about like the story that gundam wing is about how much you really need a cia now if uh-huh. just really wants to make a magical cia and <laughs> yes. i'm gonna let him god bless him <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants that so bad he doesn't understand that's what he's making but that's what he's making yes. and i hate him i hate him so much <laughs> i hate i like seven of the eight scions could die tomorrow and i'd clap so wow. yeah, fair enough. Um, for the record, I looked it up, and there were thirty-one uh, a realm reborn quests removed with the patch five point three. Oh, thirty-one! That's a great number. That's, that's a good number to yeah, remove. It's a good chunk. I should have waited. <laughs> I should have waited because I I genuinely wonder if my experience with realm reborn would have been so much more positive if it was tighter that I would have such a different perspective. Because that's the little that's the way this stuff works. Like it isn't. It isn't like I have access to some core of Final Fantasy fourteen that makes me negative towards it it's the same thing as talking about the the way that cosmetics can make you like or feel more powerful in a game is like if you trim the right amount of that of that uh of a realm reborn off i might have had such a good time with it or such a less bad time with it that i went into heaven's word with with without the like super high expectations that it would turn the game around for me or whatever um and i like heaven's word I, I genuinely like my time in heaven's word i think that story does rip 
um even though i have some issues with, with it because of course mm-hmm. i do but yeah. but if i'd gone into it with without it needing to like completely save a game i was having such a bad time with right. maybe i would have liked it even more you know so i don't know uh video games it's hard it's I, i'm very hard to please and and i just need to let go is all even though what they're if adding- you, what if you went back and finished final fantasy 15 instead of game that's very good and i would love to talk to someone about <laughs> i have to start it over is the thing i know i know hard. i know i was like right there too i should have just finished it when i when i first you were like game. eight hours from the end where i you didn't were. know i was that close yeah i was at the cool like fake fantasy venice oh. yes which is right when the game condenses down to a single corridor that you just motor through yeah. the rest of the game. Yeah. I literally did that like I, the the I was literally on the boat in. I think it's a is it a boat that you take in? Yeah, you take a boat in. And it was playing that that incredible waltz that I love. Yes. And, and, and for a minute, the game gestures like, oh, you're gonna explore an island chain on this boat as see, you go around. I, no, none of that. <laughs> I thought I thought it was like maybe halfway. At that point, I was like, there's like another like half of this game. And I was like, no, there's like another quarter of this game left, basically. That's how it felt. It did feel like I was opening up a big new area yes. that I would explore for the rest of for another 30 right. hours or whatever. And it, if I had known that it was only eight, I would have maybe pushed <laughs> forward. But also the thing that happened to me with that game was everyone talked about how bad the stealth sec- section was and that then and the patch was coming. So oh, I yeah, just, the version I played didn't have like or it was greatly reduced. But I, th- right. I feel like some of that was a little overstated yeah. looking at what the difference was. I I think you would have been fine. You've played much worse games than that. I know you have. (laughs) This is true. I've made it through the Pope ship in Final Fantasy XIII. I can get through any bad bit of a Final (laughs) Fantasy game. I streamed that bit and got jump scared so bad I threw my headset once. Uh, So that was that is a that is a good stealth section to me. (laughs) (laughs) The stealth section or like a horror section? Both, right? Like you're hiding from the monsters. There's a couple brief like yeah, like spooky bits uh, that are very ridiculous. They're very ridiculous. But I was alone in a dark room playing by myself. That would be that would be. And then it's just like it got me. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. The real thing here is the Final Fantasy I most want to play at this point is thirteen. The one that I didn't play at all right. and am curious about. So, uh, and I feel like there's been a, a rehabilitation of, the, or the people who didn't like it have shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Every like three days, someone on the Reddit, because I, I, follow the final fantasy reddit because i'm like you know i need posts to look at and sometimes twitter's just too close too slow I, for I, you not too slow not too slow not annoying need, enough what's the not annoying in the there's a kind of annoying to a gamer forum an innocent annoying an innocent uh-huh. kind of annoying where someone will come in and post oh i kind of like final fantasy 13 and everyone posts we have this post every three days shut the fuck up we know <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the life I live when I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I get it. I we you and I will sometimes just send each other recent era thread titles. So <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm, I'm like, you're in, I'm in hell this. With this. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't know what it is. <laughs> Great recent era thread right here. I'm not. I'm not dragging this person. Uh, you can you can bring back Sega to its former glory as a software and console maker by shutting down one of Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Do you do it? Incredible stuff. That's not. I don't think that would fix Sega's problems. Well, no, no. So the thread does say that like Sega comes back to its former glory as part of the deal, which I I don't understand. You know, that is a loaded thing. You have to complete the dark crossword, and when you do, (laughs) the the reward is Sega comes back what you sacrificed. I I guess the answer is Sony because I don't like any of their games. So no, I would. I would trade Sony for Sega. I would trade Sony for Sega in an instant. 
And you asked me five I, listen, years ago, I'd do Microsoft, but now yeah, Sony. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. This is how it goes. But Se- but I'm ready. I'm ready to spill blood for Sega still. It's in my, bl- it's in my blood. <laughs> I fought <laughs> those wars. Four. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where the fuck is Outrun 3? <laughs> We're ready. Outrun 3 now, please. Uh, honestly, just re-release the Xbox Live Arcade Outrun and Afterburner games. That yes. was sick, and that got That would pulled. also be Can uh, you not acceptable. pay someone to model a fake Ferrari? Can say it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my asks are not high here. Uh, um... Well, yeah, good, great. Can we maybe take a dip in the question bucket before we? Yeah, absolutely. Let y'all go? Sure. Sorry. Was there anything else y'all anyone wanted to talk about in terms of games that they've been playing? No, no. I guess we should really quick. Kato, mm. you played Back for Blood. I played Back for Blood. We did not play Back for Blood together. Oh yeah, Back for they Blood. They fucking they they put some RPG elements into Left for Dead. Yeah, Speaking of two thousand seven, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. You know, they remade that uh, game. What do you think of it? Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, it was really interesting. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I had a really interesting moment though, just because of the way crossplay is set up. Um, I got matched with these two guys who were obviously playing together on like Xbox and had the worst fucking mic setup. Uh, they were like echoing into each other. I, it feels like they were in the same room but still on voice chat. It was bad. Um, but they were speaking spanish and i don't think they knew that i understood spanish because i was not talking back to them i was i didn't have a mic set up in that game but um it was just very funny to interact with them with pings and stuff and like i had a good time just because they happened to be funny people um but there's like just enough i feel like in the interaction wheel that you can kind of like do all right without a mic in that game um where uh, even on like a harder difficulty um where i feel like sometimes that can be hard to pull off when you're like getting over so, like you have to coordinate a little bit more when you're there's like friendly fire in this game right so you have to be kind of mm-hmm. more careful than just like i'm just gonna shoot in the direction when there's a giant horde it's like oh wait someone's over there come back to this position and we can shoot right. together instead of accidentally killing our teammates and things like that um but yeah i think the the they have this like card system where you basically have a a deck and in between what are essentially chapters of of an act you before you start the next one you pick a new card from that deck and each of these are like perks right um i had for example like a a reload one that was like minus 30 percent reload or something um and it's a fun bit of like per run progression basically because like at the beginning you only have like one of these cards at a time and then as you go on obviously you pick one each time you start stacking them you get you start feeling more and more uh powerful as you move uh closer and closer to the finale of of the act uh how far did you play through the I finished I finished the whole first act first thing I did the I did the this like so it's like broken up into two halves right like there's four four and four i did the first four and then hit quick play and it put me into the end of the second four so i don't know what happened in yeah. uh uh five I missed through the first, seven i missed the first two but then i did everything after that okay. basically um and you know it's a zombie thing yeah it's the thing i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it but like zombie stuff happens you go to some right. different places there's a big there's a there's a big fun 
difficult finale fight uh, uh, that that is like a objective based. Yeah, it's not objective based. There's like a particular thing you have to do to stop the on the oncoming horde. Um, it was really, really touch and go for the, the team that I, I was just playing with random people, and it was really touch and go. But I we managed to pull it off, and that felt good. Um, but yeah, like there's a system in that game of like there's classes in that game. There are unlockable. You're building a deck of cards that are your passive abilities that you like draw at the beginning of each round, basically, and and can pick one of to slot in. Onto you pick a bunch at the top, and then right. you, and then you also slot a bunch more in as you go through the the, the kind of level to level. Um, and it's like, I didn't know that I wanted that in Left 4 Dead. It, it sort of works for me, but I don't know that it'll work for me long, long term. Do you right. know what I mean? So it's like interesting. I'm, I'm now, curious. Who knows how long that? Yeah. Well, exactly. there seems well, to be uh, a fair no, amount. I always pick the stamina boost. I always pick this, just about always pick the stamina oh, boost uh, because right. it turns out running Important. is what you do in that yeah, game. A lot. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I, actually, you know, it kind of depends on who your teammates are, because some of them really like to stand in what I can only assume is an <laughs> infinite spawn location, sh- mowing down zombies for upwards of five minutes before they're like, oh, we should probably move, huh? <laughs> yeah. But um, I-, I think they've added a few interesting bits to this of like... There's like rooms, for example, that are locked, and I don't remember if this is a thing in Left 4 Dead or not, but... Uh, there's basically a toolkit you can buy, like when you get to a safe room that uh, there are the bridges between two rounds. Basically, uh, you can buy a, a toolkit, and that will let you unlock like a room further in. Uh, that will have like a bunch of supplies, usually a, a pretty good gun in it. Um, but that takes up the slot that like a med kit would go in, or like the defibrillator would go in. So you're you you know in a in a in a group where you can like communicate you kind of like want to spread yeah. out what is uh what you're picking and like um that seems like uh a fun like preparatory moment of everyone's like okay i'm gonna grab this i'm gonna grab i'll be healer i'll grab the the defib i'll grab the toolkit so that we can get the the good unlock further down um in a random group it, it often meant i would i would just be getting all the good shit in the locked room because nobody else knew to look for them and ignored all my pings when i was like hey there's there's good stuff in here there's probably a better gun than you have yep. but you're yep. just gonna run yep okay you run right past okay, me. Yeah, it's right. A good, when it comes out i definitely want to actually play it with yes. people and not just yes with people i know and not just because i can see on the internet. yeah i can see where coordinating that sort of stuff is really fun right like uh yeah, min maxing totally. the sort of like balance of like how much how much healing do we have how much how many grenades and uh yeah like bandages and grenades go in the same slot i believe or something like that like there you only have like two or three slots and like you know uh making sure you have a good spread of things amongst the whole team um and who gets to do what that seems like it'll be fun to like suss out and like work on like what good builds are um yeah yeah yeah, I, and I hope it. I hope it supports that because it's very easy to imagine. Like, yes, you can get, you can do all of that, but do I need to do all of that? My guess is on harder difficulties, you probably will need to, right? Yeah, I think I only played on the default, and and even that got pretty rough. So right, uh, yeah, especially once you have to start contending with like, um, uh, friendly fire. Um, mm-hmm. it. It says that there's friendly fire, or like your characters react as if they're friendly fire in the like basic mode, 
but there isn't actually. It doesn't kick in until the second. Oh, does it no. not? It, interesting. It, it, okay. it, it trains oh. you to like know like if you're going to bump up the difficulty. That's interesting. That's when yeah. you actually get yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah. But you're not actually hurting someone if you shoot them in the early mode, in the first mode. Um, but once that is a thing that you have to consider, you start to have to consider like, well, what are the choke points? There's like an item there's you could that you can put down, which is a what is it? a barbed wire, right? Like, which is yeah, I, I like yeah, yeah. I put that never down. felt like until I could like con- like actually talk with people. Like the first couple times I was playing with people who weren't on mic and just kind of like ran off and did their own thing. It's like I barely felt like I was on a team. In those situations, I yeah. felt like I could never put it down to like really make good use of it because people would be ignoring the choke point or like just running around shooting somewhere else. But in a coordinated situation, I could see where like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna set up here. So set you, if you have the light that, machine yeah, gun, you're yeah. gonna set up over there because you don't need it. You'll be able to shoot through them just with that machine gun. I'll be over here yeah. with a pistol, help like shooting things down, but also sniping from afar, like. I feel like once you get into that space, it's going to be really good. And I can see that possibility, but I just hadn't had the chance to actually play with people on like the hardest difficulty and like with people that I'm like, I actually, actually see, talking yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. That's out soonish, right? Yeah. So there was a, and that closed beta, that, this, that beta is out. The closed beta this week for everybody. finished. Yeah. And the open beta starts on the 12th, I think. Okay. Let me double check that. I think 11th. that that's, or something, 12th or 11th. Um, yeah. Back for blood. Open. Beta. Starts. Is it not? The thing is, it's confused, because if you look it up, it says it's open now, but what they mean is if you buy right. that game, you'll get access. So, August, August 12th, at noon, noon Pacific okay. uh, time, it will open for everyone. Um, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll uh, when you said RPG elements, I was like, "Did they put State of Decay in this game?" Like these, like <laughs> they because well, I, I imagine like oh, you, you pick base. a guy and then he can like unlock things quicker, but he can't run as fast. And like you know, the tra- interesting zombie trade-off stuff. But yeah, I sounded uh-huh. like it's more just mechanical guns and stuff. Um, the different characters do have stuff like that, where it is like okay, that's good. Uh, well, the different characters have like you know, uh, I-, I played Mom, who has an instant <laughs> revive once per level, gives your team an extra life, and I think has a plus one inventory for healing items like a, a support mm-hmm. item uh, slot uh there is a character who has like better headshot damage or precision shot damage um or, or sorry it's precision kills increase accuracy for him precision kills are like you hit the weak point to kill them and yeah. some of the bigger enemies don't just have head they have like a floating weak point depending on like maybe it's in their arm maybe it's in their stomach it changes depending on just randomly you know depending on what which, which you know each one has one it doesn't change while you're shooting at them <laughs> um someone else has like you know um can break out of grabs once you know, once in a while which is very useful um someone else has you know uh uh creates somehow spawns ammo with kills you know so there, there are things like that and like extra okay. ammo cap for your team but you're right that it's not uh it does it's not state of decay i wish it were state of decay you know <laughs> yeah no, um, yeah so uh and there is a home base but i don't think there's any like development of it in the no beta. it doesn't seem like it the thing that you unlock are different and cards. more specialized cards did you get through yeah. the first supply track or like yes like, yeah i got through like one and a half because i played through that nice. whole first thing yeah. um uh which is that's how you unlock cards to add to your your kind of deck of cards is you you get resources from playing it you put those resources into a sort of um linear unlock progression where every time you want every you could see it's not like a you're not buying 
de- you're not buying packs of cards. You're you're going through prearranged like first you unlock this that gives you plus stamina and melee damage then you unlock this card then you unlock this card mm-hmm. and then you're picking from that set of cards to bring in your personal deck into any given match basically or any given campaign yeah i don't campaign. know it's hard to even yeah yeah exactly anyway this game this this beta will be out by the end of this week so people can play it and, and kind of see what they think um cool all right i'm going to the bucket we're going to the bucket <laughs> gaming at vice.com this one comes in from Vivian in Vermont, who says, The recent mildly frustrating re-releases of Final Fantasies 1 through 3 and the upcoming release of Final Fantasies 4 through 6 got me thinking about systems that offer the most complete collections of major franchises, and my mind eventually started drifting towards the PS Vita. The Vita PS Store was known for its rather expansive collection of visual novels, portable indie games, and PS1 slash PSP backwards compatibility. And the later and the latter made me realize that the handheld's likely greatest uh, made me realize the handheld's likely greatest asset. As far as I know, the Vita is the only system that has access to every single Final Fantasy game up through twelve without the need for third party emulation, thanks to the PS1 re-releases of eight of the eight and sixteen bit games, the native PS1 games, the PSP remake of three, and the current for the time remasters of ten, ten two, and twelve. The same is true for the Persona series, where aside from the most recent games and the Persona 4 uh, uh, A uh, fighting games, all five mainline Persona games, including both versions of Persona 2, Innocent Sin, and, and Eternal Punishment, are available together on one system. Given the problems that have played recent Square Enix remixes, especially given the originals, the origins of as ports for phones, and the comparatively high price they go for, it seems that the best option for some people to legally fill the gaps on their franchise history backlog would be to take the retro route, quote-unquote, and fall back a generation. Do y'all believe there's a chance that should Square Enix continue to flub parts of the remakes for Final Fantasy and any other games in the near future, that it could drive a bit of demand for the Vita up? Not that there's any real demand for Vita in general, but I thought it was worth a thought. Um, P.S. For as easy as Vitas can be to crack and install emulators on, other systems are actually much more readily available. So I'm not talking taking those into account uh, in the question. I don't I think mean, there's. I, I do want to say, hack your Vita. Please hack your Vita. If you have a Vita, hack it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's a little fiddly, but it, like compared to like a 3DS, which is like you can get that done in under an hour and it's ready to go. Damn. Vita's uh-huh. a little more work, but it's great. Then you could just play one through three in like their emulated versions if you wanted, like if from you their original consoles. Uh huh. Yeah. God. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think anything is going to drive the Vita the Vita back up. I don't think. Uh, I mean, obviously, Vita's not going to get new... expensive because they're old. Right. Because now. they're old and falling apart. Yeah. Exactly. Not falling it, apart, but a lot of people are not do not have their Vitas in like a a, a place free of heat. A lot of <laughs> Vitas are sitting in you, a garage right now. It's you their have batteries to, you slowly have to expanding. disassemble the Vita to replace the battery. The batteries right. will give out. Oh yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's going to so, happen to me at some point. Yeah. Because. These and are coming up on 10 years. Yeah, it's not like it's not no. like a DS where you just take like unscrew the back and you swap out of it. You have to pull that thing apart to get to the battery. They're not Ugh. user serviceable in that way. That's a shame. I love the Vita. It was nice to hold. Good, good Vita's console. So good. Yeah. yeah. I no, sadly I, don't. Did either have either of you played the new Final Fantasy remake? Yeah, I've nice, been playing some of three and Jackson's been playing one. I'm playing one. Yes. How are you right. finding those versions? Oh, it's just they just are incapable of going all the way they can't go all the way nor can they make something just oh that's terrible i'll ignore it it has to be a mix of both and in every release there's something wrong and there's something right and it's just i'd swear <laughs> my long-suffering Here- life as a final fantasy fan 
here's my thing. Uh, M2 made Jap- Japan only like PS2 like compilation collections of like old arcade games. This is like kind of where they made their bones. And he'd be like, here's like five versions of uh, like a five game series or whatever. And then in that, they'd have every version of those games selectable. The thing is, you get five old emulated games and they it was a full price release. You were paying money for that. The thing people already say these these pixel remasters are too expensive. The thing you want, they would charge sixty dollars for, and no one's willing to pay it. Because I want the version that lets me play one NES, one Dawn of Souls, one PSP, one Wonder Swan, like one pixel remaster, or even swap music and tiles between all the different versions. Maybe I want the DS or the GBA music. I don't know why I'd want that, and like the graphics (laughs) of the pixel remaster, and you could get that, but you'd be paying a lot of money for that. Yeah, like there is a world in which there is like a um. Uh, I forget what the word, but like they've done a Criterion equivalent, right, for their own back catalog, and they've made these beautiful uh, legacy versions of the Final Fantasy uh, games, and like that's kind of what they're trying to pretend the pixel remasters are, but they're not because they're they're missing stuff from the various re-releases, and they have some stuff, they cut some other stuff, they're they're balanced differently, they're not the same as the original games. Um, The music's all like orchestral samples that sound weird compared, like on pixel graphics. Yeah, like I I quite like a lot of these reorchestrations, but in the way that I would like a a Distant Worlds, what's the name? I'm forgetting my... uh, Distant Distant Worlds, Worlds. yeah, Distant Distant Worlds. Worlds. Yeah, the Distant Worlds album. It's a bit strange to hear as I'm walking across the map uh, in Final Fantasy 1. And so it's just a very strange thing. But then they've added things that are really helpful here. Like they've got the... um, uh, a map that shows you where everything is and tells you if you're missing a chest in an area so you never right. have to uh, do the thing that would plague a lot of old games and you have to like, where am I missing? Which dungeon have I forgot something in? And so that's a really great thing for people who don't want to spend 16 hours being lost and grinding in Final yes. Fantasy 1. Um, also, like one in Final Fantasy 1 and 3 specifically have a D&D style spell charge system where you have to rest to restore ooh, your spell charges. And they've added ethers that give you spell what? charges back. That's not but that's not the hmm. to me, these are these are the, like these are games meant to be approachable to modern gamers in right, like a way right. that is not cuz Final Fantasy, the original Final mm. Fantasy, like looked at Dragon Quest was like, okay, they made like a nice, easy thing. We're going to make a dungeon crawler. It's a real motherfucker. That's a hard <laughs> video game. Yeah. I, I've been playing. I was playing that before I played the remaster. I got up to uh, the fire dungeon, uh, the mountain. Uh, that game's hard. I had to spend like two hours grinding before I could get like tackle the marsh cave. And every time I tackled it, I like getting out was hard. And then I, you, I still don't have to teleport out the dungeon yet because of how mm-hmm. the skills work. It's you a to, like fight your game. way out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would die um, a lot. And I'd lose a lot of progress. And yeah, I, which is it, it's interesting that you talk about the the added like uh, uh, kind of ease of use stuff like ethers, where that feels like it's a modern convenience. It feels like something to be expected by a lot of players. Um, but it also, I wonder how much of that is caught up in the sort of one of the ways I think that people talk about Final Fantasy games is that you play them for the story, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in these characters, and like I, I, that's part of why I play, play, have played Final Fantasy games. But I'm also super interested in that series as a collection of takes on a core mechanical theme of what is the RPG and what are ways that we can do RPG combat and exploration different, etc. So mm-hmm. for me, to, for me, I, I fear that if if the idea is like we're going to make uh, we're going to like even out the differences between these games, I'd be losing something. And and no offense to Final Fantasy, you know, one, two, and three, 
but I'm not going to those for their narratives at this point. Uh, you know, that's I'm spo- spoken like someone who's not played Final Fantasy Two, which has a very good story. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> does it have a good story? Or does it have a good story for a game that came out when it came out? I think like, it has the world like a reasonably good you story. You and I like, specifically know we have this you, conversation if you, a lot. If you, if you have to, you can't just say, uh, because the story is in text boxes or whatever, it is bad. Like, that's all I mean. Just I mean, in the, the world scope, of stories, in the world I think of it's a good one. It's a really the, good one. Final Fantasy II has a cool narrative. Better than the narratives I could read by looking around my room and picking up a book I haven't read yet. Well, that's, 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 that's actually game. a video game that has a better narrative than a book. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is that at this point, that's not bringing me to Final Fantasy 2. It's not ever going to be the story at this point because it's competing in the, the realm of narratives. That was you know true what I mean? when it came out, though. I Look, yeah, but I, I, like, I wasn't look, reading we, at we that level. Like Disco Elysium. I could pick up any book and have a better story than Disco Elysium. Yes, probably. agreed. A hundred percent agreed. Yes. Well, not any book. Many books. Yes, sure. <laughs> there are books in my room that are not Disco as well Disco Elysium. Pretty good. But like, yes, yes, yes absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. If we try to say like, oh, this story is like revolutionary. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but what, my, my what I'm saying is, is the thing that's unique. I guess the thing I'm getting at is the thing that there is no book in my room that has interesting gameplay mechanics Though I guess that's not true because I'm filled in a room with tabletop role-playing game mm. books also. But you know what I'm saying. That <laughs> yes, like, exactly the, the, there is something unique that the Final Fantasy games I have. I mean, the thing and is, is compelling accessibility does not, does not necessarily have to reduce nuance. And I think it's like, I think trying to put that in a dichotomy, like in the ideal world where we get the Criterion version, these are just dip switches. You can use the ethers yes, or not. Yes, and you yes. can go to the original one where if he, if an enemy dies and you have someone targeting the enemy, it doesn't move to the next enemy. You'll just miss. Right, that was right. in the Final Fantasy in the NES era. Sure just leave was. that in or you can turn it off. Like those are options that we should have in a world where Square Enix cares about taking care of this stuff, but they yep. don't. Like the way in which these products are released I think betrays a, an embarrassment about the interest in old work. The people who made them don't work here anymore. They're not our products. We're not yep. selling you a new thing. We don't want to give you this, but the demand is there. So we'll package it up and put it out as a budget product. Which is, with the which budget is amount super of disappointing because the version that you're talking about that has those dip switches is actually the version of it that I think the fandom deeply yes. deserves. I do want the person who is like, I want to learn about these characters. I've only ever seen this character in Dissidia, but I want to, I want to go through their story. I'm excited about their story. I'm excited about what what happens in two and three like they should have access to that and if they play it and they're like oh i really am bouncing off the way the magic system works in this i wish like 100 percent want there to be the, the version of that available for them where, where they can uh have ethers available instead of needing to rest um but i also wish that that wasn't a thing that was like foisted on everyone all at once do you know what i mean i, I think yeah. that, i mean in general we but we, we we i think everyone on this podcast i mean the, an- the answer is for, for you if you want to play final Fantasy one you're going to emulate the nes version yeah, maybe course. with some quality yes, of life yes. mods but you're I just going to play this. that version this haven't yeah. done it in a decade or <laughs> god longer 20 2009 is when i last played final fantasy one so 11 years ago yeah but if you look ago. at like the rom hack situation there's a lot of people who've done a lot of work to clean up bugs and to like there right, are options right. you can make get like xp doublers and you can do cheat engine stuff if you want to modify it yourself uh yeah. you can go to the original thing and like change it in ways that are more intentional but like square enix isn't doing that they are I mean, they are making those changes, but they are presenting them as a unified thing. This is, you are playing Final Fantasy 1 when you play the Pixar remaster, right, even which, though which it is also, an amalgamation of things. I do think that that's, I, I don't mind that being an available way to do this. No, to say absolutely I've not. spent the time to, to, you know, this team has sat down and talked through and played out and play tested various versions of this thing. And this is the version of it that we're putting out. This is our new cut of this game, whatever, whatever, whatever. But uh, but then you're opening yourself up to the critique that we're leveling, which is, yeah. I think you did a bad job. With but that. I also don't Do you know think what I the mean? people who were making this get everything they want in their wish list, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
the, I, these games, these are meant to be affordable. Like people talk about the high price, but like given Square Enix always charges a lot for their products, uh, they yeah. see themselves as like a premium, like IP or whatever to use gamer talk. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they're, they're going to charge a lot for these because they're final, they're final fantasy. It's fucking final fantasy. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the things they are like, putting front and center as like why do you play final fantasy well final fantasy when you don't play it to be annoyed in dungeons anymore like that maybe you did at one point maybe that was like that's part of the nest game but they have erased that out you press the x button the auto battle goes really quickly all the enemies have their stats from the dawn of souls version which was an easy right. type version on a ps1 version right. that's the legacy they've carried forward and instead they bring to the surface this new um soundtrack you play because you know you love the uematsu music right. and you're right i do but they haven't given me the uematsu music they've given me a sump a remixing sample or like a recomposed sample versions uh based on previously re-recorded versions for the final fantasy wonder swan or P- i forget which one the new uh, soundtrack appeared in whether it was origins or wonder swan yes. but like that that's there's like four steps removed from the classic soundtracks you know it's the and that again is not thing. a thing you can go in and switch off no no the soundtrack specifically to, when i first heard them suggest to me a commercial about the history of final fantasy yes. that's what they sound like that's what would the music would be used for and <laughs> right. like is it ideal? No. But also, the original soundtracks are on Spotify, if that's how you want to go. Like, you can get the Final Fantasy Yeah, but you know that's not the them. same. You know yeah, that's I know, but like, I played of- three, I played three, and uh, with, like, on this version, I've gone through yeah. a couple hours yeah. of it, and I'm like, this is fun. It, like, it's not ideal, but three is weird in that there was no English version, so I'd have to be playing, a, like, a ROM hack version. ROM hack, and yeah, I, it was yeah, just yeah. easier to do it this way. I was curious in, about this new format. Um, and then I go and I listen to the original soundtrack, I'm like, man, these songs are way better on the NES chip. Uh, but, um, <laughs> One for three, I think, is like interesting arguments because those games are are very old and have a very particular style about them. This gets weirder when you get to four and six specifically that have English versions that you can yeah. get a bunch of different places yeah. that are perfectly fine and good. Yeah, because yep. like I'm enjoying. I switched specifically from the ROM hack to one, uh, from the ROM hack of one to the uh, Pixel Remaster version because the ROM hack was taking me time I didn't have. I got through the like 16 hours I spent in that in about four in this. Hmm. These are quick games that uh, move fast because they have rebalanced them to be able to do so. And I get to have at least an understanding of the story of Final Fantasy 1 and the world and the characters. Uh, and even the battle system is still like there. Like I can I can get an impression of it, yes. uh, even if it's not exact. And I get that far quicker and I understand the appeal of these versions. I think they do that even if even if with that being the aim, I think they fail by leaving out the GBA content as a baffling choice. Because you know, As someone who played the GBA content, I keep shaking my head every time. I'm like, you don't want that content. It's bad content. It's not about whether it's bad or good. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I understand you. Once you abandon being purist, you should, you should at least be completionist yes. about the things you're yes. bringing um, But why would I ever play a different version of Final Fantasy VI? Because mm-hmm. that, yeah. that exists. And it is already a very approach. That's an easy game. You play the whole thing now. It's... It, they already sanded it down by that point. Right, right, right. And that's, uh, yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm also not a purist about this stuff. I'm yes. not like a, I've, I've never been that. When I was playing through 12, I was playing through it on 8, 8x speed through the dungeons. Like I, oh, I, same. I, <laughs> I, I get why they're, I, I like those things. I just wish that there were, I mean, this goes back to my feelings about like the blue point, um, uh, remakes of, yes, of Shadow of the Colossus and, and Demon Souls. Like I don't mind those being available. I wish that the work had been done to also make the originals available. Yes. In, on a contemporary, platform so that you could you could 
play those the way that they the way that they were because I, I think we have a real problem with with archival. Uh, yes, the answer is or with accessible be willing, archival. Be There's willing to emulate. That that's yeah. literally yeah. it. That's the only way around this. But, but companies question, no, will not a, do this work. That's but that's be willing to have a computer that can run those emulations. Yes, no, like, I understand that this is non trivial. I mean? Yes, yeah. it puts yeah. the burden on the individual in a way that is not good. Uh, but that's what we have because none of us can compel companies to do anything. No, it's 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 miserable. Like I, I, it is one of my least favorite parts about this industry are the ways in which many games are are locked up in an art or in a vault somewhere, uh, never to be re released or or to only be re released, you know, or for us to to do that that work. Yes, uh, to to kind of finish that 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 last. The, what's the USPS thing that they do? Uh, like the last mile, uh, yeah, last mile uh, service, delivery, basically. Yes. yes, exactly. And this is um, about Final Fantasy, maybe the most yes. like prestige franchise. Yes. Every game should have these options and treatments. Right. Yes, agreed. Uh, oh well, oh well. To it conclude, the Vita's not uh, is just old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an old well, one. I actually yeah. want to make yeah. one more note about the original question because it. First of all, I don't. Th- you can't play twelve on the Vita unless you're doing PS4 remote play. I don't think twelve had a Vita version. That's on the Switch. Yeah, I, um, it, uh, and also. Uh, they mentioned Persona. Persona does not have a PSP version for both versions of two in the West. It has mm. def- one of them got a PS1 release and the other one got a PSP release, like officially. So yes. they are split between those ways. How do you think there's a fan translation of the other P- Persona 2 PSP? There's not of the PS2, but there is a there is a fan trans there is an edit of the one that is on PSP. Uh, sorry. The PS1 game that already exists, there's an edit of the official translation to bring it localized wise in line with the PS1. Okay. So like that's the but, but like that's the thing I want to mention is that a lot of these games that we're talking about are from Japan and thus have an extra layer of translation. And these translations are done either by fans with no oversight, and sometimes they can be fantastic and sometimes they can be terrible because that's <laughs> yeah. what it means. The fan translation. The upsides are the downsides. Uh mm-hmm. you can do anything and you can do anything. Um but then even in the official translation, it's been years and different people work on them and different yep. translations come in and different translations yep. are built off of other translations that might have been bad. You can look at the Final Fantasy IV translation list and be like, there's no good version of this game, like Capital G good because <laughs> <laughs> even the this best one builds of things that were mistakes from right. three versions ago and no one's sitting down to be like now we're just going to or play a not even room. mistakes someone who did a localization of Final Fantasy 4 officially decided to put some jokes in it that weren't in the original and they've just carried through every version yes. right but like i mean there's even stuff where like I, I think a lot about the Final Fantasy Tactics localizations yes. where you have the the PS1 one which is like what i played when that game first came out and then you have the the PSP one the the war of the war of the lions, war of the war of the lions. lions. i almost said roses like that's not that it's not that <laughs> that's, that's the uh, real one which is like a distinct one that has its own like uh, lots of its own um uh flavor because it's using a different kind of dialect of english and a different a different kind of it's going for something more historically stylized um uh and less just kind of like we're in we're doing fantasy english and more we're doing a particular time and place um and both of them have strengths but there is not a definitive one and i mean i more importantly final fantasy tactics you can't buy it right now on any <laughs> on any active platform anyway uh, right? iOS, so, i think the ios version is still up. great yes the ios, iOS is version up. is still up yes and the, and the, the ios version ones. doesn't have the psp problem right the yes PSP no problem, the, the, the loading times are not that. an issue in the same way yeah. it's not even the loading times oh it's the animations it's okay. the animations. The attack animations were slow on the PSP version. Oh, it, so it an already even, long game was even the, more. The, the thing about yeah. the thing about the iOS version is it doesn't have controller support, and I can't imagine they're going to patch it in at this point. Of so. course not. Why it's would pick, they? 
The Pixel remasters don't have controller support on iOS. Oh, really? What? You oh, can't. God. No, uh, they're on Android. I don't think they're on iOS, right? Isn't that they right? are on iOS. They're on both. But okay. even if you play on iPad, you can't just like put it up with a controller, which everyone thought you'd be able to do. Yeah. Twenty twenty one can't do and it. And the backbone, and people love the backbone as a controller right. for the yeah. Wow. Like controllers as standard for iOS stuff has been like a thing for a while now because it's fairly. Yeah. Co- it's not like uncommon, right? People, you know, either using an iPad or you're contracting it to your phone. Uh, no, not in the game. Huge brain weird i got another question here uh I'll keep on moving yeah, it's another rem- i wasn't i was gonna skip this one but mm-hmm. we're in the remaster conversation as it is uh uh, to- uh tomas says i was surprised when the recent mass effect trilogy remasters came and went with only the briefest acknowledgement on the podcast was this a, ca- a casualty of simply being too large an investment of time for y'all so it fell in between the cracks or was this a deliberate omission in the vein of uh content waypoint has deliberately avoided shining light on in the past like red dead redemption 2 uh, or I think more than our we we covered Red Dead. Um, yeah, like we did a lot of Red Dead shit. Actually, when that game came out, we were just very critical of it all the way through. But I think Kingdom Come Deliverance more. But even there, we did a podcast about. It. I played that game and talked about it. Um, I've certainly moved further left in the time since playing the original, granting me new perspectives on many of the ways Mass Effect frames the story is trying to tell. But touring the remaster for nostalgia's sake has me endeared uh, as endeared as it does aggrieved. And I'm curious if I'm missing something here with idle curiosity, Tomas. Uh, we, I don't have the time. Yeah, we we <laughs> actually answered this on last. Oh, on did Friday. you? I missed this. Yeah, sorry. No, that's good. I, was, was the answer that we didn't put time into remasters because there's so much other shit to yeah, cover? Yeah, and we we talked a bit about how that remaster feels so, um, like you know you can play the original Mass Effect on a PC and it looks fine. Yeah, like in fact, I like the lighting better. Yeah, right. It. Like so, I'm it. It did it. it the, Which again, I understand. There's reasons for why it's very hard to recapture an original. It's it's almost impossible to just bring lighting from a previous like Unreal Engine, you know, perfectly into the a uh, uh, a new right. one because lighting literally works differently. But also, I am of the mind that's like, if you're going to make it look this different, then I would rather you just do patches on the original stuff. I know that doesn't move copies of the game i get that right um, no it's, it's it's the thing for me about that is that like it's hard to make a video game mm-hmm. all of these yeah. things are yeah. hard and yes. i'm not yes. saying that like oh it should be true what i'm saying is like if companies wanted to put the like yeah. monetary the investment into faithful remasters into yeah. like faithfully preserving things they could do so it is a economic yeah. choice as much and that as doesn't fall on the artists no absolutely who've been not. given is, who've been given the, problem. the responsibility to figure out how to do this but not the resourcing not the, the manpower or whatever not the, not the, the amount of yes. staff that they need i get that but it's hard it was hard for me to go back to that thing um i mean it was already going to be hard because going back to anything that is such a big commitment is is tough when when i know it's going to get derailed by i have to go play something else for coverage Uh um i would love not to have that life i would love to have the i you know i'm in the middle of playing through dark souls 2 scholar of the first sin it's the first time i'm playing through scholar scholar of the first sin i've not played it in a week because my my life got busy and i had to start playing other stuff uh, with the limited amount of time that I had so I could talk about it or cover it in stream or whatever. And, and I listen, I like the games we've been playing for streams. I, you know, uh, <laughs> I like some of the Gaga songs. Um, uh, people, people, should, people should just do a search for, I like some of the Gaga songs. Uh, and, uh, the, the, but, but I, but I, but it, it sucks that I live that life where, where 
I cannot go back and play Dark Souls 2, one of my favorite games of all time, which is being confirmed, by the way, by replaying that game. I still fucking love that game. <laughs> um, so I was definitely not going to be able to put the time into a trilogy of games. And what am I going to tell you? If I put, if I play that game for five hours, genuinely, what new thing am I going right. to be able to give you on that game that has not already been done by people who've put that time in, can tell you if it's a good, if it's a good remaster on a technical level. And then also the people who put the work in to play through all of those games and do a, a critical reevaluation at the thematic and political and narrative level. Like people are doing that work. It, it didn't, I mean, you know, I, I did a half step away two years ago. It's because I believe the work was getting done out there. I felt comfortable stepping away. I did not need to feel like I my voice was that vital in the realm of, you know, game crit at that point. Other people got this. You know, uh, there's lots of great writing out there about the Mass Effect trilogy as it stands. Um, so, so. And none of know, those you, things you can, were changed. It was just vision. Right. Right, like it right. wasn't a right. remake of a Final Fantasy VII remake situation where it was a completely different thing. Like it was, we made it look different and easily, ex- more easily accessible happened. to people playing on modern like consoles. Maybe you don't yes. have yes. a 360 or a PC that can even run, but like the old one is old enough now that running that on a PC, if you have a PC, is probably not that hard, right? Um, yes. Yes. Go read Grace Benfell's It's Time to Reckon with Mass Effect's Police State Heart over on Paste, <laughs> which came out when those games came out, right? right? Like, uh, every, every, like, independent games publication that I know ran some some good Mass Effect stuff when that game hit. Um, so that stuff's out there. And, and I think me dipping in to be like, boy, I still love Rex and Tali, mm-hmm. but boy, do I hate being a cop. It's like, you know what? Right. You know what the fuck it is already, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's my answer to that. Also, I think it's what you said before, like, I guess, presumably what they said last week or what y'all said last week, which was like, those games exist on PC already. Um, and on, and on, it seems like such an incremental change of just visuals that it's like, we already know what we think about those games and the change in visuals isn't going to really change that that much because it's just like, you know, different textures and stuff that will change how it feels for sure. But it's like, we going into it with the knowledge of what that game is already like isn't going to change our minds if we've already made up like what we yeah. think about xyz character and plot point etc right like, right right all right last one here from tevin who writes in it says hello on last week's episode kato rob and gita discussed pokemon unite and gengar's dream eater move which made me think of a funny period of my middle child's life when she was around two and a half she had her first dream that she could remember and it freaked her the fuck out. The day after she had her dream, she talked about it in rambling and coherent two-year-old detail and how, and how scary the whole experience was. She has a vivid imagination during the waking hours, so I can imagine how realistic a dream could be. Very overwhelming if it's a new experience. Uh, the night after her first dream, she did not want to go to sleep because she was so scared of dreaming again. I couldn't even get her to sleep with a promise of good dreams. She experienced dreaming and wanted nothing to do with it, good or bad. In desperation, <laughs> I asked, well, why don't you just eat your dreams? And much to my surprise, she nodded her head furiously. So I put my mouth on her forehead. Uh, or sorry. So why don't I just eat your dreams? Different, different, uh, yeah. <laughs> different than that Tevin is saying that. And much to my surprise, she nodded her head furiously. So I put my mouth on her forehead and pretended to eat all her dreams. This continued for at least another year. Every night I would learn about the dreams from the night before. For example, the chicken dream, the ladder dream, the volcano dream, the Anne and mm-hmm. Elsa dream, and I would dutifully eat them. 
Eventually, she stopped asking for me to do this, and I'd forgotten all about it until last week's discussion. Thanks to the pod, I realized my true life's calling is to be the benevolent Gengar for my children. <laughs> this also led me to think of, of, of a question. Which Pokemon are you based on a move that you use in real life? For example, if you can surf, you're a Lapras. If you yawn a lot, you're Snorlax. <laughs> What Pokemon? Oh, I mean, we're all Snorlax then yeah, in that case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chilling and sleeping. I had to look at a move of Pokemon moves here. There's a lot of these, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna list a link of a list. I'm gonna link a list of Pokemon moves for us to consider. Famously, I don't know any Pokemon, so. Uh. <laughs> well, give us a move. Uh, look down the list, and we'll, we can find a Pokemon that fits. We'll it, find right? a Pokemon that fits it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, let's take a look. Let's take a look here. Overheat. <laughs> I've been known. It's hot in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, secret power. <laughs> Who has secret oh, power? Secret power. U <laughs> turn, metal burst, psycho shift, uh, <laughs> heart swap. What's heart swap do? Kata, do you know what all these moves do by heart? No, uh, some okay. of them, but not heart. I don't yeah. know. Heart, I could I could guess what heart swap does. Probably. What do you think heart swap does? Doesn't it change? It, let's. Does it swap? Your special defense huh? or something with the enemy it swaps your defense. stat stages. Stat I don't know what a stat okay, stage yeah, yeah. is. So basically, um, if you ever get like your defense taken down, you can get it taken down in up to five or six. I forget how oh, many stages of interesting. And then it's like you've you've maxed out how low it can go. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. <sighs> this is a tough one because there are. Thousands of moves. That's yeah. eight hundred some moves. Plus, Gigantamax they're also moves. they're also generally attacks. Oh, here's meditate, meditate. Um, you big really on meditation? Med- I don't really meditate. <laughs> you can't wait. <laughs> but it's just like I'm thinking of like things that aren't just like a fire, a aurora beam, right? Like things that are very obviously attack things. Oh, y'all don't be aurora beaming. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess I am Rillaboom. Oh, Why? Yeah? What's Rillaboom do? I found the attack drum beating. Is yeah. Rillaboom? I play the drums. Yeah. There we go. Simple, yeah. simple stuff. Drums? This is new. This is new. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> play the drums forever. Uh, all right. I had to look at the rest of this Pokemon to see if there's other moves, but I think I might have. Uh, where's the list of who has this? Okay. Uh, po- th- these late Pokemon. Impidimp? Get the fuck out Impidimp. of here. No, <laughs> you, Impidimp. No, you... You be nice to Impidimp. <laughs> Impidimp deserves be. the world. <laughs> Kids get it down on the dimp. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mr. Rhyme uh, because it, it has calm mind, yeah. but it also has the ability Tangled Feet, which uh, raises your evasion if you're confused. Mm. Um, the two things in tandem, I feel like, are a good like representation. Also, Mr. Rhyme is also very cool. Right. There's a Pokemon called Mr. Rhyme? Yeah. Yes, it a- is a Galarian evolution of Galarian Mr. Mime. Yeah. I will send you a picture right <laughs> oh, now. I'll see Mr. So Rhyme. good. There you go. He does a little oh, tap dance. Oh, Mr. Rhyme. I see it. It's good. I see the I, <laughs> yeah, he, I see the vision. It's like, what if Mr. Mime were a Charlie Chaplin? Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. God. What am I? What, this is. Am I the only one who doesn't have one now? Have I been? I'm yes. still looking. This Sorry, is hard. Still looking. This is bad. This is hard. <laughs> There's too many. There's too many options, and and so many of these are just like very. Uh, is there something? Uh, I feel like I might. I don't know. I'm on my computer enough that I'm probably like a, a Porygon or something. Digital. Wait, <laughs> what? What do you mean you're a Porygon? Because you're oh, because they're yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of Polyworld when you said no. when you said. 
okay. Although I do love poly polyworld. That thing is its polyworld. mouth. That thing is its mouth. I hate Wait, it. that thing is its mouth. The big no no poly. Sorry, mouth? I'm thinking of polywag. The thing that looks like a little nose that is cute if it's a nose and then the swirly bit is oh, kind yeah, of like a fake mouth. mouth. That's its mouth, yeah. and I hate that about it. Yeah, that's where it eats. It eats I hate that. it. It's mm. why that looks like a nose. It's a nose. It's a little cartoon nose. It's kind of a nose. I but then it opens it. up it's and it's a mouth, and <laughs> I don't like it when it does <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, the moves that I'm thinking of here are either coaching, mm. which is good because it opens up a bunch of fire, or a bunch of fighting Pokemon, and they're all kind of cool. Yeah. Or confide, Ooh. which is a move that lowers the target's special attack stat by one stage, which seems very particular and to, to have that i would either need to be chatot impidimp morgram or grimsnarl <laughs> so kind of jokes I don't on think me any of those unfortunately no, i don't think so either well there's by tm that opens you up a yeah lot. but that's yeah. that's that's cheating that's not what this question means right i don't think that i don't think that's cheating i don't think you're any of these either is the problem yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know what i am I don't know by move what I am because I do feel I like a Snorlax. You either, do you know so. what I mean? Mm-hmm, I do okay. kind of feel like a like. I guess here's what I should do. I should look at the <laughs> who else has Snore because like could I be an Ursa Ring? Maybe. Could I be a a Grump Pig? Almost certainly, I could be a Grump Pig. <laughs> a beware. What if you're a beware? Yawn. What's a beware? It's a it's, it's a it's big a big pink bear. teddy bear Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How do you spell it? B E W E A R, I think. Oh yeah, I see it. Let me see what a beware looks like. Can I? Can I be a beware? Oh, beware's are cute. I think I'm not that cute. They're cute. I don't think I have that energy. What about slow bro? This is the better watch out. I could be a slow bro. Ah, uh, hmm. I could be. A I slow. feel like your self perception of yourself is so different than my perception of you. You're like slow I, I was like, what's awesome? I was like, oh, you're a decidui. What's a decidui? Oh shit! Yeah. What the fuck's a decidui? It's a. Decidui is the third form of the starters from last gen. Yeah, it's Rowlet. Oh, it's the owl. Oh, I Pokemon wish third I was form. a Decidui. God cool damn, Decidui is cool. That's as awesome. Walk that's, that's very that's sweet. Really that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said. It's to a me. ghost archer. It's fucking. Wait, that's a ghost. Wait, that has it, ghost type. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's ghost. ghost. Yes. Oh, it's so I cool. Dream. I is love there that any guy. move that this that this thing has that I have? Is there even? <laughs> I, Astonish. Astonish. There we go. There we go. I'll take it. I'll take Astonish. I've given in to Astonishment. I'll take it. Uh, Love it. Wait, Kata, did you decide? No. I mean... Porygon, wasn't it? Porygon. Yeah, but I don't know. Move-wise is like... I was was going backwards. I'm looking Uh, at Porygon. What's Porygon got? Probably nothing even in that. It's a normal type, right? If you're if you're listening to this, by the way, and you're like, "Wow, this is great!" Pokemon is free content for everyone. You can just apply it to any podcast <laughs> yeah. you want. If you have your own podcast, put a Pokemon, put a Pokemon in there. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's great. great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, conversion two. What is this? Shock, do? agility, round. What's the round do? <laughs> I'm the Digimon that's a cactus with boxing gloves. <laughs> Sorts of room abilities. Do you do you, do you wonder room? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess if I turn up space into into a different space, a, a that's different production. space. That's Power production, right? Yeah, all yeah. These, yeah. Trick room. Yeah, absolutely. That's production, Trick baby. Can I Trick room. Yeah. just say that if you scroll down Pokemon moves and Pokemon names long enough, syllables stop making sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all the words have like rearranged on my screen as if I'm in a bad movie, like showing what it's like to be tired or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, someone needs to just do the Pokemon song but with the names of all the pokemon attacks that there are because oh there's so oh many dive arm Fucking thrust camouflage tail minute. glow luster purge mist ball feather dance teeter dance yeah uh-huh blaze kick mud sport ice ball needle arm <laughs> slack off hyper voice poison fang crush claw yeah it's right there you can just yeah, do right right yeah. Yeah. we're trying to push against seven hour youtube videos in 2021 <laughs> thank you wait what are these moves Down- is called wait what are these moves is called let's snuggle forever Wait, this one <laughs> set of moves is incredible. No. There's an incredible run here from seven, really from seven nineteen through seven twenty eight, but really it's seven twenty three through seven twenty six. Ten million volt thunderbolt. Oh, these mind- are the Z moves. No wonder they have oh, those. Those are like just in the mix. Those are like mind power blown. moves that all have special names. I remember this plasma one. fist yeah. photon geyser. But then light that burns the sky. Searing yeah. Sunrays Smash, Menacing Moonrays Mailstorm, Let's Snuggle Forever. <laughs> <laughs> let's snuggle That's forever. That's the most ominous one of them all. I'd rather have a burning sky. Yeah. Let's, uh-huh. let's snuggle forever. Uh, these <laughs> are actually all the Gundam uh, uh, OVAs in a row. Let's burn the uh, light that burns the sky <laughs> is the episode where Gato shoots the nuclear bomb. Let's snuggle forever is the final episode of 0080. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. This all just adds up to me. <laughs> Um, good good questions. I think that's gonna do it. I think we can't go out on a higher one than which Pokemon <laughs> are you based on what move you can do. So, uh, let us please please write in and let us know what the people on this podcast who are not here what move you think that, what Pokemon move you think they can do. Uh, all right, Evan Jackson, thank you so much for coming on today. This was a thank blast. You very much. Yeah. yeah. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh god, you can find me at headfallsoff on twitter.com uh, and then if you want to listen Maybe to the podcast, you've seen the tweets. <laughs> you've seen the <laughs> posts. Funny. I make too many posts. Um, I guess I'm known Twitter person. I always feel very weird when I remember people <laughs> know me on Twitter. Terrifying. Twitter's uh, bad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the podcast uh, that me and I do at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, there's a bunch of ones there uh, from us and our friends. We've just been doing it for too long and for picked so up loads long. of other podcasts of people. We're all, you know, just, you know, you I, build like, your own community. It's I, good. Again, mm. when I say like the hardest working podcasters, it's because Abnormal Mapping and Game Podcast, Great Gun the Project is a $1 Patreon pod that's great. Uh, Repertory Screenings is a, is a movie podcast. Y'all just did Grand Budapest Hotel. I have not listened to it yet. I'm excited Ooh. to listen to it. Um, and that's also with Destiny, right? Is also on that pod. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then an airplane was uh, M the Ghibli podcast. The Ghibli I did with <laughs> you and Allison. Are but now is that replaced with something new? Yeah, we've replaced that with Gotham City Limits with me and my co-host Autumn doing right. Batman the Animated Series right. and other oh, Batman nice. related media that comes out on every Monday. Exactly. Um, it's not on our network, but I do post about it on Twitter, where you can just find that on every Monday. Okay. Post about it. Yeah. Uh, your uncle's beach house, where you just watch. Is that also only a buck a month? Is that also on no? The that's, free. that's free. It's just you get it in the Patreon feed because it's when at one of our tiers people can suggest or come on and make us watch stuff, and that's where all that stuff goes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's y'all are are doing a lot of. Uh, is has there been a has it Jackson? Has there been an episode yes. of 
uh, Amory score lately. <laughs> there was one recorded oh, this no, past weekend. Literally yesterday. It's going up today. Go. It's going up later today. It'll probably go up at this time. It has taken us two years to read one terrible book that we don't like. <laughs> God, this is your Coheed and Cambria, Cambria lore, lore podcast. podcast? That we decided to do on a lark like four years ago, kind of breezed through the first two books and then did too much other stuff. So it's Wait. like scheduled like a Newgrounds flash cartoon. Uh-huh. What? Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. There's, <laughs> there's comic books and novels about the lore behind Coed and Cambria. It's bad. <laughs> I was introduced to the band through this podcast. Oh Great way to do God. it. You'll have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, we mostly just talk about sports on the new one. Okay. Um, anyway uh you can M, find me yes, thank you on twitter at uh em underscore being uh, if you'd like to support a patreon be greatly appreciated and that's how you get gundam it's at patreon.com slash abnormal mapping for one dollar a month you get the great gundam project every wednesday we're watching turn a right now it's with austin so good. we're just finishing up big o and then it's we're going so to be good. watching planetes which i'm really excited Same. to get to i've not seen it i'm um, very excited for it yeah, we have five and ten dollar tiers, or we have other podcasts that you get, and I think they're very good as well. But uh, you can go and sample free ones; they're definitely in there. And please uh, check it out if you can. And that's it. That's what we do. We do so many podcasts. You know what the world needs? Healthcare oh, for blockbusters. <laughs> also, you do blockbusters now, which is a lower key. Yeah, that's 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 Patreon. five dollars. It's every month, and we mostly watch big Hollywood movies yeah. and then talk about what they are saying ideologically. If you just want left is talking about we watched true lies and then tron legacy recently oh, and you God. want to talk about like the things those movies are trying to say and bite off and fail at that's what we get into yeah. and then also voip life which is just if you like evan jackson you could listen yeah, we to them just goof off. chatter that's, that's ten dollars yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's good anyway go support evan mm-hmm. jackson they've been doing it for me like genuinely abnormal mapping is coming up on its 10 year right we're, nope. what's eight, this year eight eight, eight, eight this year, year. okay so we're starting in 2013 only uh and is a great <laughs> podcast and like if you like if you if you don't if none of that other shit we talked about batman and and gundam and movies you're not like no i'm only here for games <laughs> i'm well, very embarrassed right abnormal now normal mapping it's, it's interesting because like the the game club part where we started because i was really into uh, right after like the one up apocalypse back yes, in the day, yes. um, Rebel yep, FM spun same. off and started doing game clubs. And I was like, these are really cool. They are. Um, mm-hmm. And then they stopped doing them. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I, the best, the worst part of every video game podcast is everyone comes in with a different game and they can't talk about the stuff at the end, in the middle and end of every video game because everyone plays three hours of something. Yep. And I was like, we can just solve that by playing one game a month. And it turns out that's a terrible thing to do because it's very difficult. <laughs> Eight years later. <laughs> As you it's, know. Yeah. It's uh, difficult. It's hard to kept sell. Doing it. It's too much work, and it you know <laughs> this is uh, what it means to uh, not I guess, have a you know. Is this maybe a good uh, moment to Kado to announce our next yeah. little one? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had a little game I've never played because I was too afraid to play it as a kid. Super Metroid. Hell yeah! Uh, oh, sick. oh shit! I'm finally going to for the first time ever play Super Metroid. Uh, we're gonna start streaming it sometime. I don't remember what our calendar looks like, Kato. Is that this week or next week? I think it might be next week, but yeah. Okay. Soon. 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 So look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, people can start playing that. That probably won't take most people a month to play through. It will probably take me a month to play through, and and we'll we'll hit that. All right. I wanted to play that before this new one comes out. Uh, Obviously, I'm not gonna play through all of them before that because if i'm being honest with myself i probably won't play through all of <laughs> the new one if you, Switch, if, you if you want to get one more in after super metroid play metroid yes. fusion, fusion please <laughs> it's the yes. one right before dread it dread is a sequel to the stuff that okay. happens in fusion and fusion's a great fusion, video game I fucking love yeah, fusion. If, you, if you like 
anyone who's listening only going to play one Metro game before Dread. That's the one. Like, it's the only yes. one where there's loads of story. Sure, uh, sure. And stuff that's still... I'm there. less interested in... That's the thing. Is like, I know I'm going to try to play Dread. I don't know that I'll get through Dread. But not mm-hmm. having played Super Metroid feels like a mark of shame for me because... Not because it's well-regarded, but because it's uh, foundational in so many ways and also because mm-hmm. I like that style of game a lot. And so to have never yeah. played it feels like a mistake to me. Uh, so... So let's do it. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, I'm very excited. I'll listen to that. That sounds great. Yeah, I hope, I hope it's good. Um, all right. So on that note, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at also underscore Walker. Where can people find you, Kato? At a underscore Kato underscore appears. You can follow everything we do. Twitter.com slash waypoint, waypointadvice.com, uh, waypointplus.com to support the, the what we all do here. Uh, and uh, 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 thank you, as always, to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. I think that's everything. Gaming at advice.com to send in your answers for what Pokemon moves Rob, Patrick, Gita, etc. I'll, I'll do. <laughs> if, and also, if you feel like we fucked up, if Kato and I were like, yeah. missed a move that you think is very us, please let us know. Um, because I'm curious. There's I don't know Pokemon too many moves, moves that well. There's too many moves. 800 <laughs> something moves. So, uh, so yeah. All right. Until later this week, fuck capitalism. Go home. Peace. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.